ความบอยฮัลโหลฮัลโหลความบอยไอ้มึงวานคาร์ลสบอยเองโอ้ยก็โอ้ยก็ my name is Alejandro 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 โอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหบ้าโอ้โหบ้าโอ้โห my name is Lucas Skywalker Lucas you may refer to me as Lucas Skywalker I like gold. This is my sister Leia. All right, let's get this show on the road. Of Rebel Scum Radio, I'm your host Carlos, and I'm joined once again by my fellow Rebel Scum alumni, Jimbo Jones. How hello, you? hello, hello, and Jono. How are you? Hola, hola. What's been happening, gentlemen? Any exciting tales to tell? You've uh, been jumping down any trees or anything, Jono? I've been glamping. Oh, glamping! You've ah, been glamping. glamping. You're glamping. Tell us a little bit about the glamp. The greatest, the greatest. Uh, is it the city? Uh, city glamp? Yeah. There's a lot Co- of cozy co- co- tents. Yeah, there's a lot of glamping going on around Melbourne at the moment, especially right in the middle of the city. The yeah. city. A lot of rooftop glamping. You've you got your hot water, you've got your outside ki- outdoor kitchen, mm-hmm. you've got, you got an esky, and you've got a PowerPoint in the tent. Is it like, what's the privacy like at the glamp? Oh, pretty like how many other glampers are there? Eight. Eight. So you've all got... And it's spaced out. It looks like a, it looks like a mini hobby. Can, can you hear the other right. people? Can yeah. you hear them? Uh, nah. No, no I live there very loud. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, oh, well, we are explicitly rated, yeah. so we can talk about this. Thing. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, have you had any gigs or anything on Jim Bob? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I had two last week. How did the Prince one go? Yeah, it was good actually. Because uh, how was Timmy Rogers? Yeah, well, unfortunately, he had a bit of a cold. Oh, so that's just the Durries. <laughs> Possibly that, and maybe the bottle of Jamison yeah. in, his, in his left hand as he left the stage. But, um, but no, I, the, all the all the cinema peeps that had watched Purple Rain yeah. that night had come down. Oh, nice! And I think I opened with either controversy or let's work. Yeah. And that got everyone dancing straight away. So I had awesome. an instant full dance floor. Awesome. And then I played for like an hour and a half yeah. of all just Prince. Yeah. It, like in the middle of the set, I was dropping Purple Rain, um, Sinead O'Connor. Awesome. Like it got all like yeah. deep and oh, teary and deep. <laughs> <laughs> but they love Purple Rain and it sounded good. It sounded it's good. Awesome. And, and yeah, so. Sweet. Good yeah. stuff. Sweet. Sweet. Did we, did we have Purple? 
I I was gonna ask. Did your hair go purple? I was gonna ask my wife if she had any fluffy purple stuff in her in her closet, but um, I don't think she owns anything purple. Oh, I really yeah. don't think she does. Uh, how did 1999 go down? <clears throat> yeah, that was that you was saying? killer. Yeah, ding it in it. Actually, all pretty much. Yeah, all all the tracks I played seemed to do their thing in in their own little way, whether it was up or down. Like they just perfect. Yeah, everyone was digging it. Yeah, so it's good. Cool. All right, well, let's run through what we're going to talk on the show this week, gentlemen. We've got some good stuff, some Star Wars stuff to talk about. Good. We've got some Rogue One leaks at last. Leakage. Leakage. We've got Rogue One leakage. We've got Star Wars Episode 8 news, just some little tidbits of uh, on-set news. We've got John Boyega also talking about um, what he thinks Episode 8 is going to be like. We've got some news on a possible X-Files return. Krang has been revealed from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Trigger! <laughs> uh, we've got some... We've got some news from the world of Marvel and DC TV. There's also some news on some changes to management over the DC um, films yeah, com- coming up. They've so. got a new Kevin Feige. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what's going on. Well, we'll have a brief chat about the Ghostbusters new trailer, which dropped today, and where oh. we think that's heading. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. We'll talk about some first impressions of Uncharted 4, something that's up your guys' alley, being the graphic designers you are. We'll talk about a couple of logo changes that have happened this week at Instagram and DC, DC yeah. and what we think of them and what we think they mean. Yeah. And we'll... Have a little couple of uh, odd spot news pieces to finish off with some burger spas in Finland and uh, <laughs> and a young Australian oh the hung- Burger King yeah Burger yes, King yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and also oh, no. the um, young Australian man somehow getting his ball stuck in an angle grinder anyway <laughs> whoa <laughs> after that we'll be uh, Jim uh, Bob after the angle grinder <laughs> after the after a little bit of grinding then. <laughs> Um, Jim Bob Jones will uh, we'll be getting into a gaming bath special with him that he's put together for us. So there's some cool stuff going there, yes. talking about all the best gaming bars around Melbourne and around the globe. So, or we'll, some, mostly America, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, who knows what's going on in Europe? Yeah, and it'll be all good. And then we're going to finish off with a short couple of reviews of. Um, We've mentioned this before in a previous podcast, the yep. Star Wars documentary called Elstree 1976, which yep. looks into some of the um, lesser-known characters of the original Star Wars films. And then we'll finish off with... Uh, 90 Minutes in Heaven. 90 Minutes in Heaven. The uh, Hayden Christensen blockbuster film. <laughs> <laughs> that um, There's a blockbuster in... Uh, that we can't wait. Yeah, speaking of blockbusters. Yeah, there's a blockbuster some, yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and then we'll finish off. I've got a JB Hi-Fi rant to go off on. And um, if you guys want to again, rant about anything, well, rant. you've got a rant. You get a KFC. You missed out on your barbecue sauce again today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first time. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? There's anyway. always a first time, Jono. Yeah. Always a, a first. Time. Won't be the last. <laughs> <laughs> won't be the last. Anyway, let's get stuck in. Firstly, to the Rogue One stuff that dropped this week. So, Rogue One, um, it's up on the Rebel Scum website. We should mention before we go on, obviously, you can obviously follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube, all this stuff. Check us out. Website's rebelscumradio.com, and obviously, podcast is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. So you can't miss us. Tell your friends. 
All our tell everyone. All our podcasts are belong to you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They belong to you, but we you do them. The rights. So really, they're ours. But you, but you can listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> there, we give this free. S- sorry Go about my, the world. my obscure arcade game reference there. But, uh, He's priming you up for the big, yeah, for the big right. special. My, my attempted segue. It's beautiful, beautiful segue. <laughs> anyway, so, so this week um, on the Jedi Bibliotech uh, blog, which um, is a German uh, Star Wars blog, uh, but kind of Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> his, his favorite character is C three PO because he's made of gold. Is <laughs> 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 he my Faja? Faja. Anyway, um, this uh, on the um, on the website they leaked some um, preview pages to. Um, a book that will be coming out soon called The Star Wars Rogue One Official Visual Story Guide. Now, Edelweiss, who's a publisher, has released it in their catalogue, and they've released the cover image, which is looks pretty epic. It's got some few characters in there. When you first look at it, you're not going to know who they are. There'll be some familiar images there of X-wing, X-Wings and Y-Wings. But whilst there is a fair bit of filler text in the actual um, uh, text that's available on this page is it also does give you some information into who some of the previously unnamed characters are. And some characters that didn't even appear yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Rogue One trial. Yes, so um, in this we have got, um, we know that uh, the caped Imperial person that we weren't sure of is Director Krennic, who's a, a military director of the Empire, so... He's played by Ben Mendelsohn in the film, so he's an Australian yeah. actor. Um, you, some of the US fans will probably know him from other films. He was in, he was the like the um, Killing Me Softly. Yeah, I think so. And he was in Dark Knight Rises. Uh... Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of the film. It was in. It's like it was a film based on like life in New Orleans post um, post Katrina, and he was like, was, it, was he in uh, Edge of Tomorrow? No, no, I don't. Is think that so. another Australian actor? No, no. But if you want to find out his best work, um, yeah, what's his Australian ones? He's um, Dan- Daniel the Lion Tamer. What was that one? Was that was Ben Mendelsohn? Yeah. What I was that? Don't know. Hang on, we'll, hang on. We'll bring yeah, up his we'll IMDb. Have to IMDb. That this one. is really, this is live. This is we should have organised it before the fucking show. But one one of the interesting things about the book cover being released mm-hmm. is. Because I, I, I looked at the cover and I'm going, why is the robot guy? He's the robot's obviously super tall, perhaps, yeah. but why is he so big on the page? Because he's like, kind of like he's, he looks like the Iron Giant. Yeah, a does. little bit like that. Yeah. But also, he looks very similar to one of the robots that was processing R2 and C3PO in Return of the Jedi yeah. in uh, Jabba's dungeon. And he goes, "You're a feisty little one, aren't you?" <laughs> oh yeah, and the um, yeah, that's, he uh, he looks very similar to that. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if if this Rogue One is maybe setting him up to be the. Uh, oh, maybe he yeah. he ends up just yeah. working at Jabba Jabawanga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and what about those two creatures? The one, the, the little mini Wookie, mini Wookie, mini Wookie, yeah. <laughs> and the other one that looks like a reptile. Is that like a reptile yeah. type? Yeah, that I like it. I like it. 
I like mm. how I like how Rebellion like to go with all shades of brown. They yeah. love oh, their yeah. brown, don't they? Yeah. If there's right. one, no strong colours at the Rebellion. I don't know how I forgot this, like, but the Australian film that we're thinking of, which where everyone kind of knew Ben Ben Mendelsohn from originally, was The Big Steel. So if you're an American over there and you don't know, this is like a classic old early nineties Australian film. Mm. The Big Steel. It's it's uh, it's it's the shiz. So check it out. Um, yeah, there's some other characters in here which we didn't really know the, know the name of. So um, there's Powell, who's an alien, and there's just some brief descriptions of them in there. Can you read them? They're, they're very they're, low. They're, it's this placeholder text. When you, when, when you go to the um, actual uh, catalogue site, their files there are actually yeah. um, high-res like oh, okay. PDF AI, AI type files, and, yep. you can, and you can actually read them. Can you, A lot of it is holder text. Can you is the is the the page that's got the um, the Death Star on it? Is that in vector format? Because you might be able to get that out of a PDF. Or do you reckon it's just a picture? Oh, it looks like. Because imagine if that was vector. Yeah, well, you could true. just take it you out of the, the plan. We've got the we've got the PDF. Let's get out of here. <laughs> we got the vector files. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so, so the big droid is the Enforcer Droid K two five zero, and allegedly this is spoiler. Jim Bob closure is so apparently he turns at some point and actually helps the rebels in their efforts to oh, okay. steal the plans. This is actually kind of a similar storyline to some of the rebels' story. Storylines where there was also um, an Imperial droid that ended up helping Chopper in yeah. some of the later episodes of um, Oh, of, of, why you say spoiler of okay. Rebel season two? So um, okay, okay. And then also, I guess the one thing they haven't really shown yet is um, so far there doesn't appear to be any links to any characters on Rebels. So it'd be interesting to see whether that comes out in the wash, oh. whether you see some Sokatano uh, or. Or um, the big green guy, or or Kanan, or any of those kind yeah. of guys, mm. and, and Vader's on it. Yeah, it, it obviously confirms that Vader's going to be in the film from the artwork. Um, yeah. There was there was also a cool um, the artwork with the Imperial tank in it coming through the rubble of the city. Yep. Shows some different kind of stormtroopers actually driving the tank, um, which was pretty cool against the traditional ones. Um, so. Kind of looks like a still from World of Tanks artwork or something. <laughs> World of Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> World of Tanks. So, yeah, so that's some um, interesting Star Wars news. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. And it's also, um, and the article's available on rebelscumradio.com if you want to go check that out now while you're listening to the podcast. So, it's all very good. So, there's a few new ships in there as well. So, um, mm. all very cool. Now, more toys to buy. More toys. More toys. Actually, the cool. Actually, one of the cool things which I haven't we haven't talked about is the black Death Troopers, mm. Stormtroopers. Yeah, they do look good. Great addition to the Stormtrooper lineage. Yeah, yeah. So, elite squad. Yeah, it's awesome. But unfortunately, the text next to both of those is all um, placeholder placeholder yeah. text. It's all just repeated text, like Lorem Ipsum. Loha Ipsum. That's that's exactly how uh, the Antonio Banderas one old boy Yeka Juan Boyeka. And it's funny we no, should no, mention the links work, but because that PDF that breaks up the links, so okay. it's a bit odd. Yeah. Whilst we're mentioning one Boyega. Juan Boyega. Uh one Boyega has yeah. <laughs> um has mentioned that um episode eight um, that he's currently filming, I think it's about halfway through. Uh, it's going to be bigger and darker. 
Is that already halfway darker. through filming? Yeah, production, yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be bigger and darker than Force Awakens. So, and we've heard from um, from Oscar Isaac. We've heard <laughs> from Oscar, Oscar Isaac that Isaac. he actually... Oscar. Wow. That, Os- <laughs> that, that Oscar Isaac says that it feels like an indie film. So, we're getting Juan Boyega <laughs> saying that um, it's... Uh, it's going to be bigger and darker, and 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 Oscar saying that it's, it's going to be an indie, going to be yeah. like an indie film. Yeah. So Lars, Lars, and we have both. Does La- it work? Lars von Tier, Lars von Tier did did a bit of a <laughs> screenplay adjustment. <laughs> so, so one of them was under. Oh, yeah. one of them wasn't paying attention to the script. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it was going to be bigger than episode seven. I mean, like episode seven was kind of an origin story, so you'd expect it to be bigger. Mm. Kind of similar to the Empire Strikes Back was bigger than Star Wars. It was, it was. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll finish off the Star Wars news this week with news that the episode eight cast has arrived in Ireland. So um, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver um, arrived, tried to sneak in and didn't work. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um, Ryan Johnson they were also just near arrived. beach. And there's heaps of people posting stuff on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Seacrest was there waiting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest was there. TMZ guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome to TMZ. <laughs> and the, the two bosses are there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Kim, Kim Kardashian was taking selfies with yeah. them. And, yeah. Yeah. Selfies. I'm pretty sure that it'd be in, like in Marlinhead and Donegal over there. And I, I did say it's a pretty rare event that uh, the, millen- the Millennium Falcon's <laughs> being built on the coastline. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a hint that they're coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, so, um, so that's uh, that's some interesting news that um, that they're halfway through anyway. So. And uh, the leaked fight description. Oh yeah, the leaked fight description, yeah, which yeah, you can yeah. check out on our Instagram yep. and Twitter pages. So you can check that out. That was pretty in- yeah. interesting little thing there. So yeah. we've got to keep a track of these and see which ones. Yeah, get to the yeah. Movie. I, I want there to be like a fact checking website. Well, that uh, fact checks against what people are saying. Spoiler alert. Possible leaks, and then and then match up, uh, you know, with a rating system at the end, saying how much it all matched up. You'd want to get getting pretty paid pretty well to leak this shit because if Disney find out all of a sudden, you're gone. Like no more, it's not no more working on Star Wars, but probably no more working ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So is it really (laughs) worth it? (laughs) Probably not. But then again. After you've had a few bloody shots of uh, shots of Shervo down at the bar on a Friday <laughs> night after a big set of the Millennium Falcon, yeah. <laughs> maybe while you're playing a couple of darts, you let a couple of things slip. Yeah, some eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was just standing there, and then <laughs> and I saw Han Solo fall off the um, <laughs> fall off the bridge. And well, I, I said, said, "Fuck me, he <laughs> fell." <laughs> Oh, mate, oh, mate, can you keep it down? You're spoiling the movie. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't know it's closing time. It was a bit loud, sorry, mate. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so that's. It's a body double, but still. <laughs> Just a body double. We'll talk about while we're talking about doubles and extras and stuff. We'll be we'll be talking about a lot of those in the uh, Elstree 970 uh, review later on this podcast. Now that's the end of our Star Wars news for the week, which is good. They're still a long way off. Yep. Um, so probably once Jesus uh, X Men and Apocalypse kind of sounds like it's going to bomb. There might be a bit of a vacuum. 
Well, they're going to have to pull it together for the Infinity Gauntlet stuff. So Yeah, that's true. But, sure. but that's Disney, though. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah, well, yeah, but this is the thing. That, that'll bring it back. I'm just thinking whether they back. schedule this stuff around certain other films and marketing. And I guess Star Wars would swamp anything that they released out anyway. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Ghostbusters might be happy that X-Men kind of <laughs> stunk it up. Gives them a little marketing. When is it, when is it coming out? July 15th. Um, Ghostbusters. So whilst we're talking about Ghostbusters, obviously the trailer yeah. came out last night, boys. New one. It was yeah, better so. than the first one. I will give it that. Was it? Because it had the original soundtrack. Yeah, but still not into it. You know, you, know, you know what I think it is? I think mm. we're, we're, we're entering this new age of sitcom comedy and I'm, I'm talking about that Boston... What's that cop show? That Boston cop show? That's Boston got, Legal. No, it's got the guy from Cool Beans in it. Cool Beans. Oh, guy. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn, yeah, like... That's not funny, that show. It is um, funny. I love it. Mm, I've never seen it. No. I, I don't know. I, I think this new trend of awkward humour is replaced Seinfeld and early Simpsons episodes. And now, now it's all about being awkward. and Sex I, th- I think that's... Dick jokes. That, that might be um, happening into this uh, re- yeah, well, I re- think, reboot. I mean, there was an awkward part in the... In the trailer where... Where she falls into the crowd. Yeah. She's, and nobody grabs her. Nobody grabs her and then... What What did she say in the trailer again? Uh, is this a girl thing? Or, or is, is this a race a thing, thing? Or is this a lady thing? thing? And I've just kind of gone, are you having a... Are you having a stab at the haters? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they are. Like, so it's kind of like, no, it's not a race thing. It's not a sexist thing. It's just a, you better be fucking funny yeah. thing. You're not fucking funny. <laughs> It's nothing to do with it. Like, <laughs> if they were four funny characters, I yeah, don't care it, yeah. what you are. It's just that so far, from what we've seen, no funny here, Robbo. And no funny. There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash. All right? Cash, no. Robbo? No cash. It seems to be like the same thing, like where Ghostbusters in the old movie, they go to the mayor mm. and they tell him about the problem. And there's the same scene going on in the trailer. Yeah. 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 And there's a great synopsis of what kind of think a lot of Ghostbusters fans feel um, I posted it up on Facebook and on Twitter from um, it's the angry video, video game nerd he does a lot of old retro video game reviews but he also does movie reviews <laughs> and um, is it angry Joe no okay. no no but um, he, he just goes through you can check it out on our Facebook page it's probably the best place to go and it's on YouTube as well so I might even put it on the YouTube yeah. trailers section on the website but he just goes through why why he's not going to review it because it's, it's, he's just abstaining from giving them money to see a film that that um, that he doesn't want to go see, and then there's, then there's no reason to go see it. Yeah. So as a Ghostbusters fan of the original, and it's exactly right. Don't hate on it. Just don't go see it. If yeah. you if you don't go watch it, then they'll change their operandi into what they do with classic films. Mm. But if you're going to just if you're just going to let a classic film get bastardized and yeah. changed, and for no apparent reason other than marketing, then just let it go. Are you going to go to the cinemas? I'll go see it because I'm going to give it a chance. Mm. Like you see a lot of trailers and they're not funny, but I'll go see it at the cinema. Um, if I hate it, if I don't like it, I'll say so. But then I'm not going to have any long-lasting thing. I just won't buy yeah. it on DVD. I won't buy any of the merchandise, and I'll just keep the original. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll and I'll watch that, and I'll just know. Don't watch that film. Like, yeah. I didn't like Ghostbusters 2 that much. Yeah. But, I, but I don't rant about it because mm. I love Ghostbusters 1 so much. Mm. So 
Ghostbusters oh, I, Wager. I have a very deep affinity with both Ghostbusters, the original and the second one. There's yeah, something about the second one is way darker than the first one. Oh, it starters. is darker. Yeah. It's it's it, it's it takes me to another place when I, I watch those movies, which is why I think I love them both so much. Especially which is why it hurts me so much when I see the ghost renderings in in these trailers, and it's just ghosts everywhere. Ghosts, ghosts, ghosts. I, I'm pretty sure it's that gone backwards. It's yeah. it's gone backwards, and uh, Slimer looks. Sh- I didn't think Slimer looked that bad in the first one. In this second clip, he looks yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he looks too polished, doesn't oh, he? Oh, it's kind of like... He looks shiny. How come he's glossy? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. Is he yeah. made of flubber? Yeah. He's supposed he's to look... Flubber. He's supposed yeah. to flubber. He's yeah. supposed to look like s- that quick foam stuff that you spray into the, <sighs> you know, to the gaps in your plumbing and stuff. <laughs> That's what he's supposed to look... <laughs> and he's supposed to look like a puppet. Yeah. None of this bloody... Yeah. They even had a monster that looked like it jumped out of the, their logo. Oh, that's yeah. Stay Puff. Yeah. yeah, Stay Puff. But he looked melted. No, it wasn't in half. Stay Puff. Yeah, it was I, Stay Puff. I thought it was Stay no, Puff. I think it's it a like giant version of the ghost out of the logo. Yeah. Oh. But it's kind of a similar shtick to the Stay Puff. Stay yeah, because he's huge. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that um, atypical scene where you see clouds forming yeah. over a particular yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the, reminiscent of um, Independence yeah. Day and. Yeah, there's, there's like action. you got to admit, Ghostbusters owned that clouds over the building yeah. thing yeah. from the start. I don't remember too many other films that might yeah. have done that before Ghostbusters. Avengers did it. Avengers. Trans- Transformers did it. Transformers. Yeah. I think Hellboy did it too. <laughs> yeah, I think. Hellboy I love did Hellboy. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love those movies. And um, Avengers did it. Yeah. Yeah. And Green Lantern did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, are we still talking about Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was about to say something about Ghostbusters. It was actually a good point in the in the in the pre movie review that I was just discussing before from the Angry Video Game Nerd. It was just that I, I I think I'm with him in terms of like the the bit about it that I hate the most actually now that I've seen the trailers that I that really takes some of my anticipation away is that they've called it Ghostbusters. Mm. So when Young kids look for Ghostbusters and stuff. Then you've now got two films called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. So, so it's kind of like you're actually framing this new one yeah. as a remake of the original, yeah. and it's uh, because but, they're both named the same thing. But it might be fair to say though that um, when, like, we we know our '80s pop culture references, yeah, like the back of our hand. But mm. if you ask someone who was born after the year 2000, yeah. They're not going to know about Mac and Me or yeah, but or the new but the new Star Trek films weren't just called shorts. weren't just called Star Trek, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's not, Abrams, yeah. like we didn't just get Star Wars and New Hope just come out a couple of weeks ago, yeah. like a couple of months ago. We got Star Wars: The Force, the Force Awakens. Awakens, yeah. Mm. Like this needed to be Ghostbusters re-energized or something. Yeah, yeah. They needed to be Ghostbusters. something else. Ghost to shit. Ghostbusters, what, what? the unfunny edition. <laughs> so they didn't call it Ghostbusters 3 then? No. No, no it's just Ghostbusters. Oh. Exactly the same. Oh. So, so, in, so in, in IMDb you'll get Ghostbusters 1984 and See, Ghostbusters 2013. This, this is a problem I've got with V and Battlestar Galactica because... Mm. If you, not that there's many blockbuster videos left, but there's one um, in Mentone, <laughs> Tone, but, but if if one in Royville, yeah. yeah, if you want to go looking for um, the original series, that 
of it's, Ghostbusters. Yeah, the shelves are going to be flooded with all the the, not, the late two thousands remakes of, of of the original V, the original Battlestar Galactica, because they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because it, you you feel like that the old old stuff that it was all based on just kind of disappears away and well, that was and, you, and and if you go to JB Hi-Fi you really got to dig hard to find that stuff but it's yeah, a shame so yeah i think in the in the physical realm of stores i think i i agree 100% with what you're saying but i think in the digital world i think that long tail of content in terms of um, being able to get, get box some sets and some obscure thing off iTunes or Google Play store or something you can you sh- that was the entire purpose of the digital rev- yeah. revolution. Yeah, oh, I'm just more of a. I'm a bit of a late adopter of the digital yeah. stuff. Yeah, so. but I've only been using iTunes Store for at least, like the last year, which is yeah. which and is I, showing my age, I think. Yeah, and I, <laughs> <laughs> being a '79 boy, yeah. Yeah. he's '79 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I redeemed a voucher on iTunes today. <laughs> now, so yeah, so ghosts everywhere. Too much, too much, too much. But I I discovered something interesting and and a bit of a bit of a reprieve for the reprieve. The, yeah, is that um there's a reprieve that a VR company that run a uh, virtual reality experience center very similar to uh, uh, zero latency in Melbourne uh, is a company called The Void and. Um, they have a that they've been developing and running VR gaming things, but they've teamed up with Ghostbusters, and they're running um, a VR experience, Ghostbusters experience at Madame movie. Tussauds in New York. The so, new movie, yeah. So when oh. when the movie comes out the cinemas, you'll be able to go to Madame Tussauds, Hells. put on Hells. a backpack, and then in virtual reality, you've got the don't cross the streams. You know, you got the guns, and you can go and get no cross the streams. If it's yeah. the new ghost, <laughs> possibly not. But uh. you'll get you'll get uh, just a whole heap of unfunny jokes. Yeah, but um, there's but, one, but there's one think... other thing I'm dreading about Ghostbusters, and that's if they reboot the animated series, the real Ghostbusters, <laughs> and then they replace all the characters. Yeah. In that. Uh, that's kind of like, and if they make it that kind of computer-generated cartoon, blocky, uh, blocky stuff, blocky stuff, TV. that's just like. Afterthought, like churned out marketing department cartoons with no heart or soul in it. What sort of like you see on ABC Kids every weekend? <laughs> so, anyway, enough Ghostbusters, but we will step into another realm of the paranormal with a little bit of news that X Files is set for a return. It's confirmed they will do it, but not till 2017. But is it, is it going to be uh, like a full season or is it going to be. No news on that yet. So hopefully it'll be more than the six episodes yeah. we got this year. That's good. But I would imagine it would only be so if they brought in uh, um, Agent Einstein. And no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not do that again. But yeah. you can't leave it on a cliffhanger like that. So they obviously had to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that was like the most epic cliffhanger of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just talking to the cast about clearing out their schedules and stuff, and when they can fit it in. But it sounds of like that that worries me that it will be another short season. Mm. Well, what's David Duchovny working on? I don't know. Californication the movie. <laughs> Californication the movie. <laughs> so obviously, um, obviously, um, that Tim Minchin episode he did with. 
David Duchovny and California Cation where they're on, the, <laughs> oh, we're on the private plane. That was actually a pretty good episode. I, I've, I've, I, was, I was surprised and shocked. Obviously, Julie Anderson's got the fall to work on. That's an ongoing project of hers. So we'll see. We'll see what's happening. But at least it's good news that it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Just a matter of when. So I hope they bring back uh, Reese Darby. For an episode. <laughs> that would be a great little, like even a cameo somewhere yeah. just in the thing where he just runs through the back or something. Like, <laughs> What's going on? Now, on to more alien news. And this is Krang. We've seen Krang in the latest. The, the impression. Come on, Krang. Jim Bob. Huh? I've already done it. Well, we can't get enough of it. Shake <laughs> it. So um, Krang's been revealed in the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja 2 um, trailer that got released this week. So, uh, now there was worries about early on with the uh, Krang trailer that um, that uh, Michael Bay and the production team were going to change Krang's look quite dramatically into more of a, a just a purely like evil-looking brain type thing without the tentacles. But I'm pretty happy to report yeah. that Krang looks like Krang. Yeah, I'm happy. Is he, does he control his big robot uh, body with like those? Little tentacle hands of his, like his. Well, he's got his tentacles, <laughs> and he's shooting the gun in the trailer. So, <laughs> so I think uh, I think there'll be some joystick controlling tentacle action. That because I, I collected um, a lot of the um, turtles back in the the day, and um, I, I had Shredder, I had Foot Soldiers, a couple of the turtles, but I never got my hands on Krang, and I reckon I reckon it would have been kind of cool to have because I I remember seeing. He's he's like it was like a what was that forty centimeters? Yeah. yeah, his his figurine was massive. Yeah, yeah, that is good. And they made that things were made good quality back and then. And Bebop so. and Rock City look exactly. Oh, they yeah. look great. They yeah. look great. Yeah, Bebop yeah. and Rock City are on point. So we've got an article about the about Krang on the website. And Ka- Casey Jones is in it as well. Yeah, with yeah, the, the Arrow Stephen, guy, Steve, Stephen Amell. Yeah, yep. he's in it. So Which is good. Yeah. It'll be good. So on the article uh, about Krang on the website, we've. Put in the trailer uh, where you can see actually Krang is actually the um, thumbnail Im- image, and then below that I've put a special of some of the best of old school Krang from the uh, original cartoon, cartoon. series, oh, which, they that, sh- which they show air on Saturdays, Saturday mornings, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you watch yeah. that, um, you should also look up. Um, there's a video someone's made of uh, Skeletor from He Man. Being really nasty to all these henchmen, <laughs> you bumbling boobs. <laughs> um, so that you got to look out for that one too, because it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, Shredder used to have quite a, a horse kind of <gasps> kind of voice, didn't he? Yeah, it was it was the guy from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What's his name? Oh, he passed away. Uh, the dad. Oh, oh really? Oh, that was yeah. him. That was him. Yeah. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I'm actually a little bit. I've, actually, I've. In the original, I mean, obviously, it's some, it was produced by Michael Bay, so I've obviously got issues. Yeah. <laughs> but Shredder's uh, outfit. outfit was kind of a bit Megatron yeah. type thing. Yep. Yeah. Too robotic. And they used the old model of Megatron that they yeah. had in the day. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. just like he's just like a regular, like super ninja type dude with. A metal. I've, I've still got off. good memories. Why do you need to make him like a gigantic robot? <laughs> I've still got good memories of the original. Turtles movie and even Turtles. Oh, the, oh, oh, like the animatronic one. Uh, no, no, no. The um, so when did they come out in the nineteen nineties? Uh, the movie. I think the original was eighty eight, eighty nine. Was Shredder 90? in? Was Shredder in Secret of the Ooze or did he get killed off in the first one? I can't remember. Secret of the Ooze. I can't. There was 
There was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Seeker of the Years, and then I think it was Back in Time where they went the f- back to yeah, yeah. went back to ancient Japan. Um, yeah. Which is actually that was much better than two. I actually I've got a bad feeling I haven't seen the third one. Which I don't think I've which seen worries me. It wouldn't surprise me. Like I don't think I had seen the third one up to a year ago. Uh. And then like um after the original I think I got over my original Teenage Mutant Ninja rage, and then I just went back and watched them all. And I've forgotten how good the first one was, yeah, because that was an excellent film for back in the day. And then in the third one, actually, you start seeing, and I picked <laughs> big chunks where they started, out. where they stopped, <laughs> like I think they had budget budget <laughs> restrictions, and then you know the animatronics of the faces, you yeah. see like. Where it's kind of like it bugs out for a second, and it's going, all of a sudden his cheek just goes, doo, 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 and then it comes back. She's like, "What the fuck just happened there? Why didn't you edit that out?" Beep 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 and yeah. coke. It's like lips just move out of sync with shit. It's just like yeah, but um, I'm cautiously optimistic about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. I think it might be better than the first one, which isn't a big stretch, but still. So Michael Bay's doing something right. Michael Bay. We can only hope. Well, he's done. Things right now and again in the past with or pain, bad boys with pain and gain. Surprisingly, bad, yeah, bad boys. boys. Yeah, bad yeah. boys. Yeah. So, so we'll see how oh. it goes. And he announces he announced the latest Transformers movie. Yeah, the last night. The last yeah. night. Yeah, la la. Sounds like a bloody. I'm not movie. paying. I, I'm not paying for another Transformers <laughs> film. I'll wait for. But you know it's going to make a billion do- uh, dollars for sure. It's got Marky Mark in it again. Yeah. Oh Jesus, Marcus Warburg. Jesus. No. Marky Mark and Funky Maguire and Malwabak. Like I had a... Mahak? and Malwabak. Like is Megan Fox coming back? No, she was... supposed. No, then I'm not in. No, she got sacked. She got sacked from it. But then he hired her again for Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah. I think she sacked herself in that show. She... Oh. Oh, she... Okay. So, on to other news... Onto other news now, Alien. Marvel and DC oh, TV yes. world news. So these are pretty. Marvel Agent Carter has been cancelled by ABC in the US. Bit of a surprise. Yep. I don't think his ratings were all that well. I will try to watch a, watch a few episodes. It was I, really I didn't get into it. Yeah, it was um, difficult to watch. Yeah. It was like when you compare that Marvel show to Netflix. what's going on on Netflix. Yeah. It's like no wonder it's, no. Yeah. no one's watching it because the quality of it is it's stark and. Even those movie tie-ins aren't enough to yeah. make you want to watch it. Ages of Shield is. I've started watching some of that from just the most recent season. It's better than when it started, but it's still the movie tie-ins aren't enough yeah. to really keep me hooked into what's going on. In other TV news from the DC world, Supergirl has moved to the CW. To the CW with its other stable of the Arrow, the Flash. So sounds like that's where it needs to be, doesn't it? It will have great crossovers. I think Supergirl will have. Obviously, they did a network crossover yeah. with uh, the Flash and Supergirl this year on um, on Supergirl the show. So those two characters really meshed well together, and I think um, those crossover episodes with the Flash and Supergirl mm. um, will be excellent. I I don't like crossover episodes when the Flash goes into uh, the world of the Arrow because yeah. Arrow is kind of like. It's not necessarily that that superhero type world. Mm, yeah. it's, it's a bit different. So um, it's more of a Batman universe and a superhero universe. So yeah. when Flash goes in, it really stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah. But Supergirl and the Flash will be awesome. So has there been any uh, Bat appearances in Arrow? 
no. Batman appearances? No. 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 Mm. no. I think the only way they'll do that is... No. Um, What's the name of the city that the Arrow goes? Star. What's Star the name of the city, city he needs to protect? Starting Starling City and now Star City. Star City. Now Star City. So ha- how does that sit with Gotham City and what's the... Well, there's cities. What's the other city? Um, Cent- Central City. Central City. Yeah. Oh. That's where Flash is. Which is the same city as Superman and Clark Kent? No. no he's in Metropolis. He's in Metropolis. Metropolis, yeah. yeah. So what, how do they all sit with each other like in, in terms well, of a map? Well, there's actually it's, – it's very hard to say because – By like, map, I mean like, USA. Like, <laughs> no, nah, well, Super, Supergirl in, in like Flash Universe could be on Earth 3 or Earth 4, not, nece- oh. not necessarily in the Flash world. Oh, so like, there could be like a doppelganger of what Supergirl – well, there wouldn't be a doppelganger because she's not from Earth. Yeah. So, oh. but, yeah. So, um, it does. So, really... Earth, because I, I don't really know much about the ultimate, the the ultimate. Ultim- yeah. Yeah. That that. How did they come about? Who who caused those? Uh, Flash when he runs fast enough, and he, and he can run through time and go to, and go. To and he's created all of these artifact universes by. No, well, they exist anyway. Them. He can just yeah get to them. Oh, yeah, because he can run through time. That's why the comics have these different timelines. Yeah, mm. so no one really ever gets killed yeah. off. People oh. can come back, different versions of different yeah. villains. Nobody dies. Yeah, because yeah, I, I get confused when you see, like, you see some of the Superman yeah. cartoons. It's like, why is Superman black with a black cape and he's yeah. got a silver yeah. logo on yeah. his chest and he's a bit yeah. more of an arsehole? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, right now, and Batman's getting, older, and, yeah, and right yeah. now, all of the DC TV shows are kind of coming to their season conclusions. They're uh, episode twenty three. Gotham is fucking going insane at the moment. It's if you if you haven't seen any Gotham, I don't know what you've been watching this year. But if you haven't seen any Gotham, and a few episodes behind, yeah, it is insane what they're doing with Hugo Strange and all of the Ooh. villains. Like they're all, it's like it was the rise of the villains this season, and it has yeah. definitely been that, and it's oh, cool. been exciting. I guess the only thing that we're kind of waiting on for in the season finale of this season, Gotham, and I, I assume it's going to be right at the end, is that they'll leave a little uh, Easter egg for the Joker. Ah. Because the showrunners at uh, Gotham have said that, yeah, there will be an origin story uh, for the Joker within Gotham. So that's something to look forward nice. to probably in season three. The Flash and Zoom, uh, their season finale is on next week too. So that'll be exciting. Um, so big uh, race on between those two. And Arrow... Damien Dark storyline ends up two this week, so that has turned into as good a season as and season one. Kenny Cassidy makes a return. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like Arrow season two was. She's a black siren, not the black. She's, she's black siren in uh, in the Flash universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's come from Earth two as black siren, and she can shout. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so that's like actually Banshee happened. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, so yeah, all those are coming to the end. I think Supergirl has ended. I'm not sure. I've got to catch up on Supergirl. So, but um, all good. Now, one more piece of DC news. John, you came across this during the week. Yeah. So, a change at the executive level of DC. Yeah, with the debacle of uh, the negative reviews from Batman uh, versus Superman. Uh, yes. So they decided to appoint their own Kevin Feige, but yeah. it's it's like a joint yeah. uh, team with uh, yeah. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns and John Burke. And John Burke. Yeah, so Jeff Johns is responsible for a lot of the DC yeah. TV shows, mainly on oh. CW. And he's also responsible for 
the um, proposed changes to Suicide Squad. He, he has said that he's going to bring hope and optimism to the DC Universe. Yeah, so not bleak, not no, bleakness not bleak and, and, and sadness. Sadness constantly. Like Zack Snyder's bleakness yeah. and sadness, yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, Jeff Johns, who is responsible for TV, he's the one that actually said we need to refilm parts of the Suicide Squad to lighten it up a bit. Ah. So, um, what was, what scares me is that I think he was a producer on Green Lantern. Ooh. Oh, that's what scares <laughs> well, me. Well, you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you come back bigger and stronger. You come back bigger and stronger. There was yeah. too much hope and optimism in there. Yeah. There's a lot of optimism in that. Jesus. Some optimism. <laughs> um, optimism. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Suicide Squad, um, uh, I, I'm a previously a fan of the American Psycho movie with Christian Bale. And at the start of the movie, there's this funny scene where he's um, talking about himself and how he gets ready in the morning with his face masks and yeah. moisturisers and that yeah. at the start of the movie. Um, and Margot, Margot Margo Robbie. Margot, 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 can you get me another stubby out of the fridge? <laughs> We're trying running to watch, out of bitter. Try, trying to watch the footy. <laughs> Don't walk in front of the TV. Jesus. <laughs> Oi, Margo, goggle box is on. You're going to miss it. Jeez. Um, so, yeah. she, so she does um, an Aussie version of what Christian Bale did at the start of American Psycho. And then it finishes on um, her dancing in her living room. Um, yeah, to what, I think one of the songs from American Psycho. Oh, but it's like a, an Australian song and it just says Australian Psycho. But what's, it, what's it for? It's for some beauty? Is it a beauty uh, Oh, possibly. I, yeah. I, I can't yeah. remember the logo at the end of it. Well, but we'll, just do a search for yeah. M- Margot Robbie Australian Psycho. Well, we are going to see a whole lot more of but Margot Robbie in you the kind of, you kind of You kind of need um, to see American mm-hmm. Psycho to know the With, reference. Well, Harley Quinn's getting her own spin-off film. Yeah, yeah, which is great. So it's we're going to see. Yeah, hopefully, they, that's they a bit of a that's a no brainer. That yeah. Though. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they do birds of prey in there. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I I loved I loved Harlequin's character in when I was playing Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. she was so good. In yeah, that's that cool. That's that a good game. Was, uh, Such a good character. Yeah. Hey, Batsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway, we might we might take a a, a short pause here. We'll. Whack in some tunes for you to listen to. Yeah. I need to grab a beverage, adult beverage out of the fridge. I'm thirsty. I, I need to... Um... You want one from the chili bin? From the chili bin. <laughs> so um, we'll come back in a minute. We'll be all, all lick it up. And then we'll talk some, uh, some gaming and some weird news. And then we'll take another short break. And then we'll be into Jim Bob's uh, video game bar mega story. See. See. We'll be back soon. <laughs>
Welcome back. We've uh, had a good time in the break. We've had some uh, had some beverages of an adult nature, and yes. we are about to talk Uncharted Four. We're about to talk about logo changes, burger spas, and um, balls and grinders. Now, I'll. You guys haven't played much of Uncharted 4? You've seen a little bit of it? Jimbo has. Uh, I'm up to scene 5, which is like a prison break thing. Yes. With uh, some sort of drug lord type dude. Yep. So anyway. Have you bought bought the... No, I played at a mate's house. Yep. So anyway, for those of you not familiar, Uncharted um, follows the life of a character called Nathan Drake and his friends. just kind of chasing treasure around the world. Kind of a little bit of Tomb Raider, a little bit of Indiana Jones. Um... But um, it's got its very own sense of feel of character and um, even like the soundtrack itself um, is uh, is uh, so iconic now within the gaming industry that you kind of when, – when, when you just hear that song anywhere, you just think that's Uncharted, Uncharted. and that's Nathan Drake. Out of this world um, dialogue. Um, oh, just voice acting out yeah, of world yeah, leading yeah. voice acting. Who's a voice actor for? Uh, Nolan North. Nolan North. So. He's been doing a lot of um, videos with people too. Like they're asking him questions. What What would you and Nathan Drake have in common? <laughs> it's, yeah. quite it's quite yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't going to be a spoilers podcast, and I'm not going to talk too much about it. It's going to be a very g- general sense of what the game's like. Obviously, it's an amazing. Ten out of ten game. Before we even start. And if you can get your hands on a PlayStation 4, uh, this is the game you should be playing right now. So the, I guess the best bit of uh, Uncharted 4 is that if you played the initial uh, three games and you've got this emotional attachment to the games, I think most players of them do. Um, but the good bit is early on they kind of lead you through those memories of those games where they make you, right at the start of the game, if you've played them, they make you feel like you're still a part of the game yeah. and you've actually got here. This is the stage in your role in Uncharted 4. Yeah. So it's like that really pers- personalised feeling you get from playing Uncharted. And, and you feel good for Nathan Drake too because you mm. feel like he's done something with his life. And Yeah. You know, even though he's diving for barnacles and boxes, yeah. Yeah. but he's yeah. still kind of got his shit together and yeah. you kind of feel good for him. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it's that real sense of ownership over the characters and... Which I think is like the key to everything that Uncharted does, which yeah. not very many other games in terms of of the narratives storylines that take you through when you're playing a game do, like like Call of Duty and Battlefield and and um, and um, a whole heap of other games like Far Cry. Whenever they don't have that sense of of ownership and connection that that um, Uncharted Four does, I guess. When you're actually playing the game, the first thing you'll notice is like how amazing it looks in terms of the details in like even like the grass and the sunlight and the the uh, mountains in the distance and the water and it's just the textures of the players' skins, yeah. their eyes, the way they move. It's just when that when they've been underwater, the way they look when they come out, yeah, they, they actually look like they've just had a shower. Yeah, and, it's yeah. it's next level. I don't. Like I mean, like I can hear it in my PlayStation Four. I know um, our friend Maddie can hear it as well. Like the fan is going right, it's pushing that process through the PlayStation Four to it's like it's wringing its neck. But that's great to know that they've pushed their boundaries so hard. And, and also for me too, because I'm I'm planning on, you know, obviously when this 4.5 Neo or yeah. whatever comes out, yeah. that yeah, I can get my hands on Uncharted, play it in its yeah. 
supposed the way it's supposed to be played. Because yeah. because for me, like in the history of my gaming experience, is that when I was looking at that game mm-hmm. and playing it on Matt's computer, the first thing I noticed is that um, w- I feel like we're so close to photorealism now. Oh yeah, that yeah. that the the line the lines blurred between. What what's reality um, is we're getting yeah. closer. Um, yeah. Obviously, when like you look over a cliff and you can you can't see waves splashing on the rocks, you go okay, they need to work on that stuff. But when you look at the ocean and the white water in the ocean and the way they've just thought about beautiful art direction of mm. and 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 there's more more of that sort of. Um, Distant mist stuff that that yeah. you couldn't do on an Xbox three sixty yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and just because you're seeing more photorealistic things with more realistic sound design too. Like you can you feel like you're in that warm summery breeze when you're on yeah. top of a cliff and well what this, <laughs> what what this it's, game, it's amazing what this it's game actually reminded me of is it was maybe released a decade or so ago now but there was a Final Fantasy motion picture film release which was all CGI characters and like there was a lot of time and effort oh that movie yeah. textures and hair and, and it was amazing for the time like you sat there and just go how yeah. much effort they put into this and think of all the hours of work and stuff and now. Like a video game that's created in like two or three years that you're actually playing and yeah. a part of now looks like that. Yeah. Like it's phenomenal. Like you're playing a game that looks like what used to only be um, contained to a full budget motion film mm. that actually has to try and bring that realism and, and, to you. And when you're playing it too, you don't feel like um, they, they've seemed to have eliminated cutscenes, loading time transition blocks yeah, yeah. which I, is beautiful when you're playing it because you don't know where to save you're like you just oh, I want to keep I going think, I think that's mastery of that game design where actually you, you, the cut scenes and transitional game they're, they're one and the same it's like it's seamless now yeah you're like it's not like in the, especially the old Uncharted like sometimes you'd know like you'd be playing and then all of a sudden all, all of a sudden you're on this path and then you've got to slither through this little like cavernous wall yeah. for like 90 seconds while the game is preloading. Yeah. yeah. So And you could see that as a game and that that's what they're actually doing. And None of that exists in this. Yeah. And, and I, I like um, the fact that there's... When, when you're playing the game, you, okay, you know you're holding the control and you're doing a little... You're jumping around, you're climbing and stuff, but there's no HUD, there's no life meter, there's no how many bullets mm. you got. Like... It's like they've removed all of these esoteric things that used to be mm. on the screen, and and it's just that one step closer to to yeah. um, interactive movies. Yeah. Well, the other lovely the, the other bit that's great in this is like usually in like games, Nathan Drake games are usually um, Uncharted games. Sorry, with Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake used to be a lot, but just by himself, where you're just you're the character playing him. In this one, you've got a lot of um, you're always accompanied by an AI character, usually his brother Sam. Um, the intelligence of those characters now in terms of them assisting you to even solve puzzles and take down enemies and stuff is phenomenal. I've never seen anything like it mm-hmm. in terms of like it's like playing with someone else there. But they're probably better they're probably better than you at the game than what's going <laughs> on here. So it's amazing. The cutscenes that we've discussed, they're like cinematic, like masterpiece type stuff. Mm. It's amazing. Now the story revolves around 
obviously Nathan Drake and his brother reunited bro- with his older brother. His older brother, who we thought was who is dead, Sam. So, and their interaction, their interactions with between the two throughout the storyline, as they obviously they go on a treasure hunt around the world. So, you get to get to some uh, amazing places in the world like Madagascar and all that kind of mm. stuff. So, mm. it's amazing. Now, the game takes about twenty hours to play through. Some people I know have gone through it in about fourteen. Why rush? I don't know. <laughs> Look around, explore, enjoy it. Enjoy the game. Like this is this is the last for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is the last Uncharted game. Oh, is it? No yeah. more. Oh. Really? Yeah, no more. Enjoy it whilst you can. There will be no more Uncharted. Is games. that because you've played it through in full and you know what happens? Or hey, have you played it through in full? No. Oh. The guys at Naughty Dog said there's no more oh. Uncharted games. They're not right. doing them anymore. Oh, okay. okay. So they're not doing it. This is like the end. This is like the end of the story. So as you play it, when you get up to the final stages, like I know, like um, see, I hope when they I know people that... who have on purposely like stopped playing because they don't want to finish it. Yeah. They don't want Uncharted yeah. to end. Yeah. Oh. So it's kind of like it's kind of like oh, I've got like three stages to go. I can't do it. Well, hopefully the Naughty Dog. Team um, yeah. uh, team up with uh, is that Andromeda and work on Mass Effect. Se- yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I like I like Mass Effect. Yeah. So <laughs> there's only one part of of Uncharted Four which isn't quite perfect, and that's the auto aim settings. If you turn that on, then you are going to run through that game in fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, it turns it. What it effectively turns it into is. Kind of more a, a, a film experience than a game experience, yeah. where it takes all the skill involved out of the game. So you'll just run through it. Auto aim takes just... you away from headshots too. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. noticed. So yeah, yeah but it, 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 like it's more the narrative. You just you'll just go through the narrative of the story and not really uh, be worried about um, any of the actual gameplay, pretty much, because you'll get through it. Um, so it takes away a lot of skill. But besides that. Um, yeah, this is like a ten out of ten game. If you if you haven't bought a PlayStation Four, you're an Xbox fan, you're a Nintendo user. If you buy the remastered versions of Uncharted One, Two, Three for PlayStation Four and get this, you're going to have four of the best games that you can get anywhere, like better than anything that you'll ever experience. If you if you play them through one, two, four, you'll have an emotional attachment to a game, which is something. That's very rare. It's like it's like the Star Wars feeling you get. Like when Uncharted film comes out, I think you'll see. I think everyone will see just how powerful a game Uncharted is. I think you'll see. Well, they better not fuck that up. Do yeah. you suppose that down the track they'll do a the re-release one two three as a um, as a like a like they redo the game? They've done it. For one, two, and three. Yeah, there's a, like a special anthology pack for one, two, and three. That runs. It's made for for PS4. Yeah, they ah, HD okay. rendered them and stuff. So, so, oh, gee, they must look good then. Yeah, I haven't played them. I've only seen play through on YouTube and stuff. Because I, I don't know who's got my Uncharted games. I think I loaned them to someone. Uh, maybe, maybe my brother-in-law or something. Yeah. Because like my nieces and stuff like they love Nathan Drake. Like it's probably their favorite character almost out of anything. <laughs> so yeah, so. Uncharted 4, don't miss it. And whilst we're talking about other naughty dog projects, there is an Easter egg within Uncharted 4, and that is Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot, which is set, rumours alight, that Naughty Dog may be working on a Crash Bandicoot reboot, which would be amazing on PlayStation 4. One of my favourite games as a kid. 
God damn it. PlayStation 1. It's been so long since I've been there. Jeez. I can't remember the last time I played a Crash Bandicoot game because there haven't been any. Yeah. So I'm super excited. He's, he, he was kind of like um, their answer to uh, Donkey Kong and Mario mm. um, in a way. Yeah. yeah. But but kind of like the sim, like the way Simpsons um, tried to do the cool dude character at that school. Remember they had the that they tried to make Bart Simpson look like a cool dude, but he was like. A dog that had like the cap oh, yeah, sideways, yeah, 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 yeah. and he was like yeah. wearing baggy clothing, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can edit that out. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that refers to, but I'm leaving it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in. But yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Hopefully, it comes back. Like it's only rumors and hopes because everyone saw uh, the Crash Bandicoot Easter egg in the game. Yeah, and I think um, Naughty Dog are working on a. a Another Last of Us title, so I don't know how many teams have got at Naughty Dog. Hopefully, they've got. They need to make a movie of the, the Last of Us. Yeah, they do. They do need to make a movie of that. With Ellen Page. Yeah, so hopefully they do that. Um, I guess like the next chapter for Uncharted fans is the film. Hopefully, it's a, a fifth story, like a separate story from anything we've seen. In the what games. about Jared, Jared Butler as Nathan Drake? Yeah. Too old. Too old. Probably too old, not cool enough. Yeah. I don't Nathan Drake's got a bit of a yeah, different sense to him than than Jerobat. If Nathan Fillion was fifteen years younger, yeah. he'd be perfect. I think oh. you I think you kind of need you kind of need a little Just bit of Nathan Fillion's not you need quite an Indiana, athletic. You need it you, you, you need it anymore. You like, kind of need a little bit of Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones and Nathan Drake. Yeah. So I And they need to give the creative control to the gaming company. Like Ubisoft, oh, they would. Like Ubisoft did for the new Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. yeah, they would. They would That's sure. why I have optim- optimism about for the mm. movie. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Now, you boys, this is this little piece of news is all over YouTube. Especially <sighs> YouTube. you. Missed the Logo Inspirations, inspirations across Follow the Follow me on logo. Instagram yeah. at Logo Inspirations. Oh. <laughs> not the, and not the... Um, underscore. Not the underscore one around. that uh, tried to steal your identity. The, if uh, you're interested in logo design, just follow me on Instagram. Yeah, so... At Logo Inspirations. So, boys, as uh, graphic designer gurus that you are, firstly, the Instagram logo. What's going on there? Why fix something that wasn't broken? Mm. Mm. Uh, it's less iconic now than it was. I must say that... Um, when I first saw the high-res version of the Instagram logo when we first started using yeah. it at work, I was just shocked how much detail. freaking detail yeah. was in, the, in, in a logo, yeah. which is almost unheard of for a logo. But they did it, and, and, and it stuck for so long. But, but look, at the end of the day, they were just tapping into that um, Insta-snap culture that was, was popular in... Um, the 80s with Polaroids yeah. and those sort of like throwaway cameras that gave you crappy um, uh, print, prints of like you at a party. But they'd have all these – because the lenses weren't very good. The filters. Just, the filters were all <laughs> – yeah. Um, they, they should have just taken that logo and simplified it like with the – Made it, made it more uh, flat. Yeah, flat. Yeah, flat yeah. instead of – but they got rid of the ra- the, the rainbows rainbow. turned into a gradient rainbow with no partitions. Yeah, they got it from so uh, it's Photoshop. evolved. 
I got it from one of the gradients from Photoshop. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the rain... You literally did. But look, you can check out, our, uh, check out our Instagram page. They really it, evolved yeah. that rainbow, didn't they? Yeah. They really... Because um, the icon that they have now, you've seen it used before on other websites that have simplified icons for social media. Yeah. But people were kind of sort of half doing it anyway because printers were probably struggling to get yeah. good, good detail yeah. out of people putting... Social media logos at the yeah. bottom of their ads so it's tiny that the yeah I mean like there are a lot of two D versions getting used of the Instagram yeah. logo that were changed before they were changed yeah, right. yeah so I mean I did a layout today actually that that kind of the main image was an image inside the new Instagram logo oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like I guess I don't like the new Instagram logo because it it to me it looks like a system app now in yeah. terms, especially on, on iPhone it looks like apps. an iPhone app yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it looks like just one of those generic apps yeah. now like it's, it's just, just like your camera app it's hey, just a camera app yeah. who, yeah. who owns uh, who owns Insta- Facebook Facebook, Facebook right. so it's, okay. a, it's a Zuckerberg Inc Zucker, <laughs> Zuckerberg wanted Zucker. a gradient on the- yeah so I want more gradients <laughs> where's my latte <laughs> where's my goddamn <laughs> latte <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. so um, why is no one trying to hack me hmm. <laughs> so yeah I'm not I found I haven't updated the app yet. Don't want to. I kind of like the old one. Yeah, I've started using the new update because I update all the time. I mean, I mean, like there's other changes to Instagram too. Wasn't with the, there an automatic update? With the feed change, yeah. But yours is still the old one. I don't have. I don't have automatic updates. I, I have. I've set so it you up. You still so have I, the old Instagram. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So I just leave it. So I choose manual updates. Uh, so, uh. Um. If there's an app update, like I'll, I'll like use it till it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but I will update. I, I, I posted the video on my Logan Inspirations yeah. uh, Instagram, yeah. and got like fifty thousand views <laughs> and like a thousand negative comments. Yeah, wow. Oh, some of the comments on the. If you get a chance, go to the Instagram, Instagram um, the main uh, page, the main yeah. lamp where the logo changes. Read through some of the inane. Crazy comments in that lot. You'll never have a more fun afternoon at work, so do it. I got syphilis watching this video. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> kind of like all these things. Uh, God, God will lead you the right way with this, with this logo from Instagram. <laughs> just crazy stuff in yeah. there. I didn't know what was going on. And then people are like putting links, download yeah. um, X-Men Apocalypse yeah. <laughs> about this I, website yeah. if you like my page. Yeah, yeah. Live stream. Yeah. Live stream. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I guess, I guess at some point you've got to move with the times and just go with it. Like, I mean, like, I'm worried about what Instagram is doing with the algorithms in terms of promoting certain content and not others where it's gone down that Facebook, I'm, boost, I'm, that boosted post type that, thing. It's still the same though. My, that's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, they, yeah, they haven't done it yet. That yeah, was the most ridiculous change I've ever seen because people started creating artwork for their own page saying, oh, if you want to keep seeing my burger posts, turn, turn on, post turn on blah, 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 turn, blah. Post turn, notifications. It's like, yeah, turn and on I didn't do any of that rubbish. And, and still Instagram same, yeah. still yeah. seems and appears to be yeah. exactly the same as it always was. Yeah. So. What a sh- pointless life hack that was. <laughs> pointless life hacks with Jim Bob Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that logo. I'd rather shave a cat. <laughs> I mean, I think... <laughs> Obviously, people who have invested in Instagram for a long time, who love Instagram for its socialness, yeah, might get offended by it. And I think they have been. I think overall, it's almost had a Ghostbusters type thumbs down. <laughs> so it's up there with Paul Fike. So yeah. So my my my, my little small humble following slowly growing, Johnny. Yeah, I'm just not using the right hashtags, am I? No. 
Gotta use the right hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag the hell food out of porn. It. Yeah. Food porn. Well, I've yeah, already used the word. No, nah, I've already used the word food porn. Real porn. Just porn. Porn. One of my hashtags. I took. I took a photo of an empty plate after I'd finished my breakfast. Yeah. And I called it empty plate porn. Oh, I geez. wanted to try and start a. A worldwide Instagram but hashtag trend. No, it didn't, no, it didn't take no. off. But there were. There, 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 didn't take off. But when when, when the suggested hashtags did come up as I was typing it, though, yeah, it was intriguing that someone else out there in the world had thought of the concept How many of one post. No, it was like three oh. empty plate pawns, and I did a search for it and looked at other people's oh. empty plate porn. I, I was quite impressed, and and, and it's. This problem I've got with Google is that it's quite a niche you've built there. Yeah, we, 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 we <laughs> need to grow this hashtag. Everybody, no, yeah, yeah. Empty, no hashtag f- empty plate porn. Empty, empty plate, plate porn. porn. That's what we're going to go with. Eat yeah. your meal and take a photo, and yeah. then yeah, empty plate porn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, empty. No, no food shots. Empty yeah. plates. Do it, people. Yeah. This is it. We're going to yeah, get it off the ground. Trend. We're going to get it off the ground. Yeah. This this will turn. I'll put, the, the, I'll put the hashtag in the show notes <laughs> just so you you know what. <laughs> take, take, I'm going to start another trend where you take photos of like rubbish on the side of a highway, <laughs> and it becomes yeah. like the hipsters get onto yeah. it. Oh, I love this shit! Oh, look at this! Oh, this shit's oh, look at this awesome! Look at this garbage! Amazing! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but one one of the good things about Instagram is it does let you be creative, which is one thing I've got to tip my hat to with Instagram. Is Great. that it lets you think about the shot you're taking. And then you can get funky with it. You can crop it yourself. You can tilt it. You can modify Crop, it. Cropping it's, and tilting and filtering. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. No, but but it's it's it takes away the the bland bland bullshit shots that that was on Facebook for so long. You know. Well, Facebook wasn't a great platform for imagery, to be honest. The way they managed no. their galleries and shit was pretty yeah. poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the thing with Facebook though is that. Everyone uploaded all their freaking photos when Facebook started. Yeah. yeah. And now hardly anyone couldn't give a fuck about uploading oh. shit into folders or albums oh. or... Back, kind of, back yeah. in the day when I was on Facebook, yeah, I uploaded like 40 pictures yeah. for an album. Yeah. yeah. And then lit. And then tag like everyone. Yeah. Why would you fucking tag me? Description yeah. I don't want to be picture. Yeah. Oh, that's Jim Bob having a beer there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's Jim Bob on top of a rooftop um, <laughs> drinking is. beer. Yeah, he He's having a fine day. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Having a great Friday afternoon at, in the office yeah. <laughs> with this um, <laughs> bottle of water. Actually, my, my, first, my first appearance on Instagram was through our friend Luke. Luke, a, Luke Skywalker. Okay. Um, Dada mate. Okay. Um, Luke, Luke took a I, I, for a present. I got a, a Street Fighter Two related T shirt. Street Fighter Juice. Um, so it was a Heineken logo. Hadouken. It, it had been changed to Hadouken. He took a photo at the office and then he uploaded it. And then he sent me an email saying, "Oh, this is you on Instagram." Instagram. I'm like, "What? What's, what's I'm Instagram? on Instagram. I'm on Instagram." And I'm like. Insta who? who what, what, what now? Insta snap? Insta, Insta snap? Chat? Insta chat? What's going on? <laughs> Instantly chatting. Yeah. So that was funny. Snapgram. Snapgram. So, <laughs> Snapagram. I'm on Twitter book. What's going yeah. on? Twitter book. Twitter book? <laughs> My face? All right. Now, logo number two, gentlemen. Logo, uh, logo two. DC. This is the second rebrand in like a few years. Yeah, I think the last one was 2010? 2010? 10? Yeah, 10. 
Ben, yeah. sorry, I thought it was six twice. years. No, ben, yeah, that's so, a pretty short period for you, Brent. Yeah, well, I think it's all to do with um, with the, the rebirth series, which they're which they're coming out with rebirth. Yeah, the, uh, Jeff Johns, who we spoke to spoke yeah. about earlier before, he's um, he's uh, setting up a rebirth series for all the characters. So I guess it's to do with all the movie tie-ins and stuff, setting up a new canon for those. Oh. Um, yeah, so um, it it looks similar to the one they had a couple of years ago. I love the bullet, obviously the original bullet, which is the DC with the stars around it. Do you remember? Yeah, that, that one? one. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you need to change that? But now it similar to that. They've gone back. Well, I'm going to say I didn't mind the the flappy page one. I didn't mind. I, it, yeah. I, I like the versions of the flappy page where you kind of had the arrow coming out of it and the yeah, flash. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Everyone had their own identification with DC. It was really good. Obviously, they were super detailed. So I don't know um, how good they were in terms can of the marketing. You just do the ma- go to, just type in Marvel. Let's see what they're. They always stuck with their original logo. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm, I'm. I need clarification. Yeah, it's always been the same. Yeah. Wow. They just had the Marvel with the comics below and the big M. Oh. But the most for the most part. It's oh, the stayed, fonts Babes stayed the oh. same. Yeah. That I did not know. It's good that they stuck to their, some their of the kern- yeah. some of the kerning looks a bit weird on some of it, but, yeah. but it works as a, a block. Yeah, doesn't it? Because I love how the f- pages flip through the comics yeah. in the front of every movie. Like, it just gets you... Oh, the... That's, like it the gives, you, gives you a bit of chills. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I Ooh, I got chills. I'm tingling. <laughs> I got chills. I'm all to die. I'm loose in control. Oh, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. I don't like Sandy. <laughs> she gets yeah. in my butt crack. But I, I, well, they were rolling around on the beach yeah. in that movie, but, so... But why wouldn't they just go back to the classic bullet, DC bullet? Because I mean, fans would love it. But just going back to your logo. Yeah. It looks like some kind of basketball Maybe, maybe refine it a bit. They knew like it's like some sort of basketball-y type... Like Harlem Globetrotters type? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? what? Mm. And that boring, that boring circle. Like, to me, it's pretty boring. The weight of the circle um, line is... Disproportionate to the. I don't like ne- it. I don't know. The negative space is not working for me. I think the the circle needs to be fatter. Right. Have you ever seen that font before? I'm, I've never seen that. It looks like a bastardized Colossus. Yeah, Col- Colossus or whatever. It it, it looks is. like a kind of um, um, American kind of uh, high school sweatshirt type. Yeah, like embroidered yeah. on the front. Yeah, yeah. College basketball. Oh, yeah. Vote, vote me for the prom queen. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't. Don't I give don't a damn. Like it. Jesus. The original. The very original DC looked a bit boring. Nineteen forty. It looks. The yeah. Same. So that's like the same as the basketball font. Yeah. Back in the nineteen fifties. Have they copied the? Have they copied the DC shoes? What? No, nah, I, <laughs> I think people were showing the similarities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Ah, well. I'm, I'm a fan of the bullet. That's my favourite one. But it's just a logo at the end of the day. Mm. It's not going to really affect you. It's a brand of, car. Love of, the, love of the comics. It's a brand. It's a brand. Yeah, but how often... It's how you did, identify yourself, how, though. How often did Coca-Cola and Nike change their logo? Nada. No. Oh, Coca-Cola did quite a bit. Oh, yeah. But, I'm, I'm, but I'm for, a very long, yeah. Yeah. for a very long Pepsi time. Pepsi changed it a lot. Yeah, yeah Pepsi changed it a lot. Pepe. 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 
Coca Cola used to have cocaine in it. I think no, they still do. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, they still do. It's <laughs> <laughs> a secret, it's secret, a secret ingredient. ingredient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a a cocamania idea that is. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, deary me. Now, talking about Coca Cola and Pepsi, if you're after a Coca Cola or or Pepsi, depending on what part of the world is in, you could be you could go down to Burger King and grab one. Oh, that's a great segue. Yeah, that's that's great. That's a segue for Uh, the ages. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to interject though. (laughs) They're not Team Pepsi. Is that KFC's Team Pepsi? Isn't it? Depends on what part of the world you're from. Because uh, I know KFC over here is pep- Peppy only, which is annoying. I don't know what Burger King is. Coke. I think it's Coke. Yeah, I think it's Coke, actually. I think it's Coke, but I don't think it's the same all over the world. I think they change. Anyway, either or, <laughs> um, Burger King has, has opened a spa in, in one of its rest, rest, restaurants in Finland. That's right. You can go into a sauna with your Whopper and chow down on your... Whopper, or maybe even have a nibble at your friend's Whopper. <laughs> and, and in Burger King towels, they have the Burger King towels. All I can say is soggy fries. Oh, oh. dampness. Jesus, dampness. Brother dampness. What's going on? Bro- Brother dampness. <laughs> Brother dampness. Who, now, who in the right man, mind? That, that guy can sweat. <laughs> who in the right mind is going to have a Whopper? You're sort of. Perspiring like a. Uh, you, you know what the best bit is that. In Finland, you can actually get Carlsberg beer. It's pretty cold over there. Into the sauna? No, it's just in the... In, yeah, home of the Whopper. You can get beer. Oh, it's not going to work in Australia. No. 7-Eleven over here should sell alcohol, seriously. Yeah. But I guess the, I, I guess, I guess like the funniest bit of the spa that's in there is that painted on the wall of the spa is home of the Whopper. Yeah. We get guys in there with their towels on, home of the Whopper. And they have it, have it near the criteria. Yeah. Yeah, like we're going to hold your sauce. <laughs> There's no doesn't, sauce. doesn't need any salt, does it? <laughs> no, no, no salt. No, no, no salt. Uh, where's, salt my, no. where's my chip mayo? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? But I mean, like, how long are you going to sit in the sauna for with a burger? I mean, they get pretty damp in there. The old saunas. Yeah. Well, I I can't. I can't this, stand. I can't actually I mean, you stand did. sitting in their restaurants. I mean, when I, I mean, you could go in with a raw burger, and I guess you could almost steam it in the sauna. <laughs> steam ham. You steam, steam ham. ham. <laughs> steam a good ham. It's not going to work here. I, I, I actually, I, next time I travel overseas, I, I, I'm going to specifically hunt down a Burger King just to, because um, I, I, we're planning to travel through Europe soon, so I, I want to see this. Uh, I'd a, like to it's see in Finland. This. Finland. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if we're going there. Finland. Helsinki. But it's cold there, isn't it? That's yeah. No wonder they're steaming themselves. Well, you, yeah, you, need, you do need to steam yourself. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it'll work here in Melbourne? I don't know. In, in winter? We're not the right target market for that kind of shenanigans. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. Maybe in parts of Melbourne? Maybe Southside? Well, On uh, Chaps? Why would, why would... If it's a hip thing, yeah. Why yeah. would Burger King even try? There's so many burger joints in Melbourne now, all fighting it out for supremacy. It'd be hard to open a Burger King slash Macca's now. Spa. I reckon. Well, uh, not specifically the, the spa, but spa. just the just fast food chains. What, what if you get a massage while they're having a burger? Yeah, just getting a back massage from Sven. Sven, just having your burger, uh, rubbing elbows into your shoulders. 
<laughs> Long day oh, yeah, in the he office. He gets the elbow into one of the particular muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Choking on my, on my burger. Can't breathe because you. <laughs> and he got the dipping sauce at the bottom. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my god! There's also a shower room in this place. Oh, jeez! Stick a shower away right there. They shower you with. They shower you with Coca Cola and Fanta. Shower yourself in Fanta. <laughs> you come on, Orange. Uh, Jesus. Uh, come on, like Donald Trump. Uh, oh, and they got a. And you could have like an ice bar room where you get the. You know, because Australians love their soft. Um, their frozen drinks. Frozen fanners. Do you reckon that'd be a thing in Finland? Or what, the, frozen fanner? The frozen. $1 frozen drinks? I suppose so. Why wouldn't it be slushies? Slushies, Slushies yeah. Slushies are good the world, man. Well, I guess you could just dunk your cup in the snow and pour, pour, I must just say, pour some fanta in there. I must say, drive through $1 coin and a frozen Coke, that is pretty damn good. It's good value, yeah. I, 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 even I. But even you're not going to eat a slushie in the, sp- in the sauna. I'd don't know so much about the $1 coffee. You've gone though, in two minutes. But, yeah. but anyway, so boys, what would you do? Would you uh, Burger King open with a spa? Would you duck down for a quick sauna and a... No, and a and a barbecue deluxe. If if, yeah, if you know what, Carl, it's too yeah. weird for me. Maybe an onion ring. If if you, <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 if you were shared saunas, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like unisex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say anything about yeah. that. I'm not sure. The hell's yeah. They're pretty. They're pretty um, liberal in uh, Finland. Yeah. Uh, they probably walk yeah. down the main street naked over there. <laughs> so public nudity is just normal over there. Fashion. <laughs> Swedish anyway, fashion. Swedish fashion. fashion. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyway, we move, anyway, speaking we, of sweaty balls. Anyway, we move around the world. Steel. We move balls around the steel. world to an article from theballreport.com. The ball report. <laughs> the ball report. This is where I got this from. What are you looking at? <laughs> Some, sometimes you just go look, <laughs> delve deep into the web. You, you find theballreport.com. Now, this uh, story comes from Sydney, Australia, where a. Young nineteen-year-old tradesman was um, was grinding away, and um, he didn't put safety first. And somehow his uh, scrotum got caught in an electrical grinder. Uh. Now um, uh. it's still not clear how the young man actually uh, was caught in the uh, said grinder, but um, emergency surgeons had to rush out and uh, undo the uh, mess. <laughs> Of, oh, uh, of uh, you know, and for those who don't know, maybe know what a what type of grinder we're talking about. You know, the spinning disc with like it's kind of like a rough kind of stone type thing oh, on it. Yeah. Grind like where you kind of sharpen tools and all that kind Wasn't of. Wasn't he wearing pants? He's wearing pants. Isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a tradesman with pants on, so I don't know how his balls got out of his pants and into the grinder. Um, but apparently, somehow he had his nuts too close to it, and they got sucked into the grinder. Oh. Now this is like a scene out of something about Mary. Now the the, uh, the, the article he didn't look like Mars attacks afterwards, did he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think like the article doesn't go into details because the man wants to remain private. It's a shame that he didn't keep his balls in his pants and he would have been private. How, how come this, this isn't on the news? I don't know. Was he teabagging the grinder? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Why but... didn't they get into more detail? <laughs> I don't know. All it says here is that it's it's like there's an important thing to take away from this story is that uh, make sure your workplace is safe and that your balls are in your pants before you use any power tools. 
So don't, don't or maybe, maybe he's wearing like Warwick Capitite shorts and one of the balls popped no, out. Look, he's yeah. wearing long oh, he's pants. wearing full yeah. long pants. Yeah. Oh. So for some reason, whether or not... And he's got a high-vis. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering whether or not this is actually he another... He wasn't wearing high-vis undies. Maybe this <laughs> is another this is kind of failed attempt to maybe dry your balls with some kind of electrical into things, as, as, we, saw in, uh, as we saw last week. In, he listened uh, in to Finland. our podcast. Yeah, he just yeah. goes, oh, I might. This thing's giving off a bit of wind. Might try. <laughs> <laughs> might try and might see if I can drum my balls here. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, allegedly the emergency service teams arrived. The man was conscious, conscious and in a stable condition. So, hopefully, obviously, if he's awake, that he didn't pass out. The damage to his balls may not have been as bad as we all hope. Yeah. So, it wasn't Mars attacks then. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe maybe just singed a few pubes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe just singed a few. It's cutting shapes. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, tell you what, if we can get a hold of this guy, if we need to get him on the podcast, oh, and find out what the hell happened yeah, there, what was going on. So we're putting the call out. If anyone knows Jill, who this Jill guy Singer, is, Jill Singer asks why. Yeah. If anyone in Australia listening right now knows who this young gentleman send is, send us an email. What's the, what's, what's the send email? Send us an email. We will pay him to get on this damn show. What's the email? Oh, it's uh, red5 at rebelscumradio.com. Red5. R E D, then number 5 at rebelscumradio.com. Send us an email or go to the website, use the contact form. Yeah. Just get on there. Just message us on Facebook or Twitter or. Get this or, or Instagram or something. We want him on the show. We want him on the show. We want to. We want to hear about his balls, <laughs> and we want to hear about. Um, and we'll ask him about uh, what he thinks of Force Awakens and whatever. It is. <laughs> Foreskin Awakens. <laughs> Foreskin Awakens. Foreskin Awakens. <laughs> uh, anyway, that is the end of this second part of Rebels Go Radio. <laughs> this has been Foreskin's Awakened Special. Uh, after, after, after the break, we've got Jim Bob Jones aiming bars. More bars. Oh, Jesus, more bars. Um, raising the bar. Raising the bar. Bar podcast. Yeah, they're like this. This guy wouldn't have got his ball stuck if he didn't raise the bar. So um, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, enjoy the music and uh, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Rebel Scum Radio. Welcome Radio. back, you scum. Welcome mm. back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back. back. Um, yeah, welcome back to uh, Jim Bob Jones uh, Bar Game bar special. special. Jim Bob, yes, this is yours. Do it. This is my piece. Do it. Do it. So just, just, um, uh, just a, a brief history of um, arcades. It's, it's only something that's really happened in the last. What is it? Three, four, five years, I think. Five years ago, I think, um, yeah. Five years ago today. (laughs) Maybe not five years, but... Thrice. Thrice years ago. Yeah, let's say that. (laughs) Thrice years ago. Thrice years ago. um, This lovely bar opened up. Four score, three years. (laughs) (laughs) This lovely bar opened up. 
that was the just the simple proposition. It's a bar. It had old retro arcade games uh, in the bar. Um, it was bloody cool. cool and it, yeah, it just made me thought it's about time I do a, a review because it's all happening in Melbourne. But just a brief history of arcade games. Like growing up out in the eastern suburbs, we had milk bars, um, fish and chip shops. Yeah. Uh, I, chicken chicken shops. Which I guess in the US would be your corner stores, your drug stores, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in the yeah. US would be that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was lucky because um, just down the road from where I lived was a little mini shopping centre. And in the chicken shop, they had uh, the very first Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, the fish and chip shop had Street Fighter. Get over here. Um, there's There was a, a, a milk bar, which was a short bike ride away in like a, an estate that had Raiden, which is one of my most absolute favourite um, arcade games of all time. I just think it's one of the most amazing arcade games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I actually had a sad time the other day. There's a milk bar store still from near where I lived that I went to in high school. and <laughs> they, Their actually garage on the store that's on the side where they, because they lived out the back was actually where they put all their video games in. <laughs> they just, just pulled up the roller door and you go in there after school and oh. play the games. Anyway, they sold the milk bar and it's no, been shut down. No. A little part of me died. And anyway, mm. continue on. But so what's happened is because um, uh, back then, um, you know, we didn't have consoles. Like, you know, people just had like Nintendo Entertainment Systems, Mega Drives, really yeah. early, early incarnations of home entertainment. But still, like it was the arcade machines were king because, they, you know, the, the games were running off the, the actual hardware chips. They, they played really well. There was great games like Turtles, uh, four-player, Simpsons Ah, four-player. Golden Axe. Golden Axe. And then a bit later on, Daytona came out, um, Sega Rally. Just Yeah, yeah, so so all your big shopping centres would have like, you know, Time Zone, which was our arcade Mm. brand that was pretty much in every major city in Australia. But it's kind of like, Time Zone's kind of like died off now. They're not even a thing anymore, really. Like, only when you're waiting, man. only if you're on like some kind of first date waiting for a movie start. Yeah, but but the problem with um problem I've got with time zone is that now it just feels like stupid ticket machines and you know giving oh, a stupid price. The claw of the claw of yeah never... pushing pennies off a ledge. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's no good. That basketball yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, hoops. yeah, but yeah. but you know the the back in the old days though the time zone that was in. Uh, Burke Street was a two-level yeah, time zone that yeah. was next to Village Cinemas. Yeah, that was like the business. And that was the business because they had the afterburner game mm. uh, it, w- w- where you could actually sit in an Air Force pilot seat and the whole machine would move pneumatically around. You could hear all the gas pumping. And, <laughs> one of my and greatest, you're just playing some crappy Mega Drive game, one of really. My, one, of, mm. one of my greatest gaming experience was the old... Ringwood 10-pin bowling plates, like AMF back in the day. Ah, yes, yes. They had the full setup of the um, Star Wars like wireframe oh. run game where you're actually sitting with no. this capsule. No. I've never there, seen anything like that. Shit. It was, That's amazing. It was business. It was the, there was business. like a queue to get in that fucking thing. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway. But for me, coming into my own in terms of like, because, you know, I'd mucked around with Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. I had my fun with that. But it wasn't until um, I, when I was in uni, like during the week, I'd go to the city afterwards to have dinner and stuff after uni. See. And 
Ru- Russell Street in the city used to have a lot of dank, sort of hidden away arcade bars that were chock full of the latest games out of Japan and and oh, yeah, people yeah. who played the games in there were very, very, very good at them. Are they the ultra loud ones down the down there like the others? Where you no. walk past and just be whoa. Yeah, you, you can hear, hear this, all the lights and noise. Loud just like noises. This. Just this cacophony of games. Yeah, but when out. you're walking in there, like you're smoking cigarettes. Like this is back in the day, you could smoke indoors. Like yeah. everyone smoked inside. It was fucking loud, yeah. and people were asking, you know, are you chasing mate? Are you chasing yeah. mate? Because yeah. there was a horrific drug culture outside on bloody yeah. Russell Street. So yeah. it was kind of sad and okay yeah. at the same time. Yeah. But you kind of learn to ignore all that. Mm. But um, yeah. But that that's when I started probably playing um. At the time, um, Street Fighter Alpha 2, which was my, this is still is my all time favorite. This is where it all started. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is for me where it all started because I started playing one particular game very properly and, um, and then sitting down and challenging people who were really good at it. Um, they were from, some of them from Japan, some from Korea. Uh, yeah, and they were just, because that's their thing. They love playing all that stuff. Mm. And and I got to play with these guys and learn all the tricks and 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 you know you might only have three or four dollars for yeah. the night to play, but you'd be sitting there and you oh I get to challenge someone and well, those, it was those, epic. Like people were standing around watching and judging and the, <laughs> well those kind of experiences are kind of gone now. Oh, they're all completely gone now. So but, you are you are now the but mm. but that's all changed in, in, in these bars. You are like the Obi Wan Kenobi in these bars now. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I nearly got the high score on Raiden DX at, at uh, Pixel Alley. Oh, look out! But I keep falling short because I keep dying in level three, level four. But anyway, but anyway. So this leads Where's your pattern of recognition. No, nah, I'm not. I'm on? not a Donkey Kong. <laughs> 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 but yeah. So <clears throat> over the years, like yeah, your time zones have dissipated mm. a lot. Um, you know, Crown Casino has got a crappy. Galactic Cir- Galactic Circus, which wouldn't, wouldn't which set, the only thing that's good about foot in that joint. no, and I don't like going there either. No. But you know, one thing they've got some good sit down shoot 'em games. But I'll get to that later. But you get to collect all the tickets and then go. I want I want my I want soft the toy. big fuzzy <laughs> soft toy bear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, son. Uh, we've. Uh, <laughs> I know it's there, but uh, <laughs> you, you don't want that one. I can only offer you the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we all had a plushies. I can only offer you the plastic handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy handcuffs. <laughs> if you want the key, give me a, just send me a text message. Yeah, right? there's a number on the back of that. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me a call. No, no plushies um, here, Robert. Anyway, so let's talk about some of these bars. Yeah, yeah. So, now. so yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, the whole arcade culture died down because Xboxes and PS3s yeah. were king. But the hipster culture has brought them back. The there hipsters a, have a, brought it back. There's a niche within the hipster culture. And the good thing too is that um, eBay is very, um, uh, very energetic in terms of selling old machine parts, old arcade games. Um, there's a lot of old stores that restore them. They're certified um, technicians for a lot of pinball machines. So. There is there is a, a, a community out there that look after all of these things that really are antique yeah. things and, and they're great things at that too because 
you look at an original Mortal Kombat machine and that thing is beautiful. Like, yeah. It's got the buttons all set up beautifully with, you know, it's got all the artwork that tells you what all the moves are. Like, that's yeah. great. And, yeah. It is, but anyway. They did so, do an amazing job with their games back in the day. That they don't, well, it's a different world of gaming now than yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you, death was a genuine concern when you're paying... One dollar, a dollar or <laughs> yeah, forty it's like, cents. Or so it's like yeah. I've only got I've only got a dollar twenty. That's like that dollar twenty is my life. Yeah, yeah. It's well, five goes. Doesn't exist now. <laughs> yeah. like PlayStation. Oh yeah, I've got to save. And five minutes ago, I can go back to that. Yeah, that's know. right. Yeah. And you get you get yeah. 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 But um, so yeah, Melbourne Melbourne seems to be a bit of a hotbed for these um these uh, bars that that's have all opened up because with... we're the most livable city in the world. That's, that's right. We that's are. Right. Yeah. We are. And um. So I'll just run through the the ones. No, I've never been to Beta Bar. Well, look, this is it's silly because I, I live in Caulfield, but it's literally down the road. But I, <laughs> I, 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 I've walked straight past. <laughs> it. I'm too good for this place. Yeah. <laughs> but so the first one's um, Beta Bar, which I actually don't know too much about because I haven't physically been there. But what I do know, can't get you many nights. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I think I think Beta Bar came about through uh, a crowdfunding um, initiative that was set up by a couple of people who wanted to bring bring kind of like I guess it's kind of like the cosplay type Comic Con type okay. community. Yep. It's like a bar for those kind of people. Yep. And and which is a great idea. Which is a great idea because Melbourne has a pretty pretty. Um, Energetic cosplay culture, we do. subculture going on. We do, but but the good thing about this place, from what I can gather from all the photos and their Facebook, is that they've got theme nights. They've got cosplay friendly, like you come in all dressed up. It doesn't matter. Like it's a safe space I'm for go, all that kind I'm of stuff. I'm gonna go my Akbar suit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could literally do that. Yeah. Um, but you know they've got arcade machines. Um, but the the difference one that stands this one apart from the other bars is that actually. Has a dance floor. Um, oh, uh, it's got DJs and stuff there, um, but they they do a lot of projections and stuff, which is kind of cool. So you can see giant Mario Kart screens. It's all like. Do they have like any eight bit nights? Because um, I'd like to go to that if they've got an eight bit night, just to listen to eight bit music. Um, I I do believe they had a an artist play there who had composed a song on. Possibly a Game, Game Boy, Boy. Yeah. yeah, and he actually performed at Beta Bar. Oh, awesome! I think that actually has happened. So cool. yes, yeah, I'll keep it up. So yeah, it's some, and and obviously yeah, Carl said before Cards Against Humanity Night. That's he's, awesome. He's funny <laughs> game. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> One of my favorite. This is an, I forgot about this. This is probably my favorite uh, bar, but also it's close to my heart because it's kind of like the first one that was in Melbourne, Forgotten Worlds, which okay. yeah, is yeah, just yeah. on. Johnson Street, just yeah. down near um, Collingwood, and this one's good Collingwood. because <laughs> this one's good because um, yeah, you know it is very hipster. Um, the people who go there, but that's fine. But yeah. but it means that there's beards, good, beards and mason jars, beards and mason jars. Or, and or mason jars. <laughs> but this one's good because um, that they they're a bit more true to the um, aesthetic, as in. They try their best to get the original machines in all their original glory. So they'll mm-hmm. go so far as to make sure that they um, 
maintain the machines properly in that, which is good. But it's it was good because it had it had Simpsons, it had Streety. Yeah. They have Street Fighter competition nights, which reunited all the old Street Fighter freaks. Yep. And brought them all back to one place. It was unbelievable that night. <laughs> um, uh, they, 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 you know, they got classic good stuff like Time Crisis Two, all the good shoot 'em ups, older Buck Hunters, which are better than the new Buck Hunters. Like, yeah, just sensible. They got a nice beer garden out the back. Uh, so it's there's a tiny bar, but um, the people who run Forgotten Worlds, they're such nice people, and and yeah. I've got to know them a awesome. bit. Um, but yeah, um, they, they actually one of the arcade machines they had there was um, the Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the most shocking games I've ever seen. One of the worst games yeah. of all time, up there with uh, ET, the extra dreadful. And I, I, I suspect well. I got a feeling it's still there. I, I awesome, think it's still there. Um, yeah, and they team up with Good Beer Week, which is good. Oh, that's great. Um, uh, so that means breweries go there and showcase their stuff, which is great. Cool. But yeah, you just got to do it. Just do on, uh, you know, it's like bar hopping, but arcade bar hopping. You should, yeah, you should try it. But um, well, we've yeah. been there. Yeah, well, I had my birthday there a couple of years. Yeah, ago. that was a great yeah, night. That's a good that was great night. That was the night that Richmond yeah. sneaked into the finals, and I was ulterior. <laughs> <Yeah. all> <laughs> <laughs> they got good burgers, actually. the beef oh, burger. And one one of the things one of the things that sets them apart too yeah. is also they have. VHS movie. Yeah, they did too in those drawers. Yeah. On like mini 34 centimeters. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) This is pretty cool. It's so cool. Now, not far from there, uh, further up the road, just off Smith Street. Another great bar. This is a great bar. uh, Is Pixel Alley. And um, uh, Carl's going to be putting all the um, hyperlinks. Yeah, these will all be in the show notes. All on the show notes. So you can click on them and check out the pictures. So even if you're from overseas traveling to Melbourne, just Mm. remember these. Do a. Big night of video gaming and drinking around around the city. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you'll run, yeah. run into Jim Bob Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will challenge you. <laughs> challenge you. <laughs> um, look, Pixel Alley's um, another place that's close to my heart because. Um, you had your birthday there. I had nice. my birthday there as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also. I sense the theme. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Pixel Alley is, is only a year or so old. It's, yeah. it's actually a fairly new bar. But. Uh, the genius part about this place is that it's kind of a part of a sort of a bigger building. Mm. So, on, on the on the ground level, you can go play your computer games and stuff. Um, classics games like Daytona Two. Uh, they got a good virtual. They had a virtual cop at one stage, but all the um, usual suspects. So the Simpsons four player. They don't have the original Mortal Kombat, but they do have. Mortal Kombat 2, which is good because Jeez. Mortal Kombat 2 is amazing. Um, no Mortal Kombat thrice? No, I don't, I, I don't know much about the third one. But um, I just want to say thrice. The one thing I love about um, Pixel Alley is that they've got Raiden DX, like a really, oh, yes, a really good version of it, as in the machine's in good condition and it's got the turbo button so you don't have to tap yep. the fire button all the time, which drives you crazy. But I think one of the notes that you made here, like about Pixel Alley, from my experience, is that the music, the music's good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they play, they play great. Like no silly music. It's yeah. all like proper. Yeah, like it's a fucking cool place. Oh like yeah, but Forgotten Worlds has underground music as well. So um, yeah, but I remember the music at Pixel Alley especially being good for some. Yeah, it was reason. all like hip hoppy sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the good thing about um, here, Pixily is uh, they've got a great leaderboard um, behind oh, their yeah. bar. Yeah. So you can always check to see if your name's still there, if yeah. you've got the high score, which is bloody awesome. Gula wins. Gula wins. <laughs> mm. uh, and then, yeah, if you want to buy a burger there, there's yeah. a food truck on the second level of the venue. Green mm. burgers. And then if you want a more of a bar experience, like a people, like a lot more people, yeah. it's Mr. Wow's Emporiums on yep. the third floor. Third floor. Yeah. So... It's this amazing part of Smith Street. It's just yeah. full of people and, and all the people you meet there, like they're just nice and, and, and the staff are super yeah. friendly and yeah. That must be that's actually one thing about the hipster because they're so chilled. So chilled and relaxed. <laughs> they're all yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. 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 It's not like the grandeur that I kinda nah. grew up in where somebody spit in your face. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> what are you looking at? Hey, hey, hey. What are you looking at? Um, what you say to me? What the fuck? <laughs> the fuck do you say to me? No, no, it's not. There's none of that. No, there's none no. of that. It's very, no. very good. Very no. And there's now, none of that at Bartronic or other. No, no. Um, <laughs> so obviously it was it was only a matter of time before Melbourne CBD. Became a place where something like this needed to happen. So yeah. Bartronica popped up. Yep. Uh, I think they're 12 months old now. Yeah, um, I looked on that. their Facebook the other day. They've got a 3D steel box outdoor signage uh, that they're going to install at the front of the venue. So I what think do you mean? they're going. Well, I, they've made some arcade cabinet yeah. box out of steel. Oh. I think they're going to have light on the inside of it. So it oh. blows out. out. Like, yeah, it's kind of like a. 3D signage that'll stick out because wow. it's a little bit hard to find on Flinders Lane find, if yeah. you know where to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. A lot of those bars down the alleyways are all a bit hard to find if you don't know what you're looking for. Um, yeah, the good, good thing about this place is um, they're noted for having a, a good version of Turtles. <gasps> I've I've messaged them and said, can you please get... Which version of Turtles they got? The, the tur- first the one. first one, not Turtles. But I, I said, I, I wrote an email and said, can you please get Turtles in time? Because that was the follow-up. Yeah. The original turtles and and that game is amazing, yeah. uh, but they, they this place has got um, heaps of pinball machines, um, a awesome. nice uh, New York style alleyway bar, um, outdoor bar area. Yep. Sorry, outdoor seating area. Yep. Um, for the smokers and that, uh, mobile phone reception, which is a bit annoying. That's okay. You're playing games. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it. That's why. That's why I was in the. You're not going to sit matter. there and play Angry Birds. Um, yeah, the thing I love about this place is, yes, they've got the original Mortal Kombat, so yeah. if you need to do Sub-Zero's Fatality, it's right there. Yeah. Um, one of their awesome games they got is uh, this driving slash gun shooting game called Lucky and Wild. Yeah. It's actually a riot to play, and it's kind of like Lucky Outrun Wild. era graphics. To, oh. Um, you know, what's Chase HQ? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of okay. game, that era, that, so that was good. Um, and, and 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 they've kind of like they update their games all the time too. So That's good. if if you have a two or three month break, you can at least go in there and there's something a bit different. Yep. Um, and then I've made in the notes too that um, they're looking after all the craft beer people. Good. Um, they're buying lots of Japanese whiskey. Yeah. They're yeah. getting proper whiskey in. Yeah, uh, I which think is good too. I think probably most of the American audience will. No, like oh. I think craft beers in the US are a big deal here as they yeah, are in Melbourne. Yeah. So and and the, by them. yes, yes. But we, Melbourne's craft beer market is particularly is huge, huge. particularly good. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh, when I mentioned the US uh, market, sh- sh- shout out to the guys. There's at Arctic a big Fox, by the way. craft beer thing going on in the US at the moment too. That's yeah. huge over there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Arctic, much like Arctic Fox. Yes, possibly. Yes. Yeah. Um, if, uh, yeah. Great yes. beer. Great beer, that's. Yeah. Arctic yeah. Fox? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Want very colourful packaging, very Great. bright. The it's labels set. are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the things that sticks out for Bartronica too is that they've set up a lot of couches and stuff so that you can sit down and play old Nintendo 64 games. Nice. Um, they've got old. Um, They've got different consoles and they've stacked all the TVs in their venue now so that people can play like two-player Mario Kart but but another two people can play on the TV above them and they've set up like, you know, Donkey Kong and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and they're all free play because they're consoles. So you can go there and play games for free. Free. And, 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 yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. No better price than now, free. <laughs> now, I, I mentioned it before, the poor old Galactic Circus where your soul goes to die. Um, uh. It's you know, it's one of those novelty things that obviously Crown Casino do oh, to try yeah. and, you know, parents want to take their kids to the Crown Casino, where we're going to drop them off, Galactic Circus. Sick, uh, it's kind of like a... a um, yeah, I've got problems with taking kids to those kind of places. Well, well it, yeah. like you said, it kind of uh, starts to ingrain a gambling culture. Yeah, and you're playing. And it's a gate. It's a gateway from. culture to sports bet, and and because it's all the advertising yeah. around it. It's just, yeah, so up it's yours, good. Galactic Circus. That's all I'm going to say. About yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and they don't have the Star Wars pod game, which is in, yeah. offensive to me. So um, your entire place, your entire existence is offensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a bit of reading. Unless you're going to sponsor us. Yeah. yeah, in which well, case it's fantastic. No, we've got morals and ethics. We wouldn't accept <laughs> That's right. That but the, the only thing of note with Galactic Circus is that at the time when Street Fighter 4 came out and the latest Tekken came out, yeah. they did have yeah. I guess those machines. I, 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 which I, I, for me, because I'm a Street yeah. Fighter. I think probably the I think probably the one thing that may be good about the Galactic Circus is that it may lead people to look for other such bars in Melbourne and they end up at Pixel Alley or something. Yeah, I suppose that that would that's a fair point. Yeah. Now, just quickly, um, uh, yeah. So I, I found an article which will also put um, yep. Yep. the Look link in the show notes. Yep. Uh, yeah, just also saying, I guess how our Melbourne. Microcosm seems to be a thing with craft beer and gaming bars in the US too. And and two examples of that is the Analog Arcade Bar in Iowa. Um, Iowa. Which I, I, I don't know much about states and stuff, but mm-hmm. Iowa... Um, yeah, that, that bar looks pretty cool. Um, it was a massive sort of um, space from their website. Like, like a big room. Yeah, they've got lots of machines. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like... Hundred machines well, types, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a smaller one in Phoenix called Cobra Arcade Bar. Yep, Cobra. they look Cobra, Cobra Kai. But, you know, just and the, like their Instagram, um, their ads on Instagram are awesome because they got Hagar from Final Fight doing an air suplex, but he's just <laughs> fall, free falling through an eight bit sky, <laughs> and that's their promo for <laughs> some night. There, which is that's bloody awesome. Cool. But yeah, so it's 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 all happening in America. I'm I'm assuming that uh, Europe may have. I, I need to dig harder on on, on the uh, web to, to see what kind of other places are adopting this culture. I'm sure in Yugoslavia there'd be something. <laughs> but look, but 
see, that'd be squatting from in, what I, squatty in bars. Because yeah. from what I've heard, <laughs> play the video games. <laughs> just squatting video games. Squatting. Just squatting games. Yeah. <laughs> squatting fishing. Yeah. Fishing for, for, for bass. bottles. Yeah, bass fishing. <laughs> squatting. But um, like obviously all this culture was really all was born from the Japanese arcade culture because um, yeah. a, a friend of mine went to Japan about, I guess, six or seven years ago, I think yeah. now. And, yeah, he said he went to that, you know, that, that place that was like Seagull World, which was like seven levels of arcades. But one thing you've got to remember with Japan, though, is that they still allow smoking in venues. God in, bless them. Yeah, so they're all playing the pachinko machines and <laughs> chain smoking. So you're in like this old like revolver nightclub kind of situation where you, you spend 10 minutes in there but you smell like you've been at yeah, a, yeah. a skanky nightclub all night. <laughs> anyway, but, um, cool. but it's yeah. good. And I, th- I think we've reached critical mass in terms of... Yeah. Um, but th- oh, I think could, there's could, still room for more. In Melbourne, in uh, parts of Melbourne, yeah. I, I mean, if you create a unique kind of experience, I think there's yeah. room. Yeah, maybe match it with some VR stuff. Yeah, yeah. if you put if you create, VR, create some VR, yeah, yeah. like a virtual reality bar, virtual reality bar, it's government grants. Yeah. Yeah. Backdoor down to um, <laughs> Club X, <really. laughs> yeah, that, that kind of experience. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's maybe stage two. <laughs> but yeah, but they, but these places have definitely put the nail in the coffin for you know people like Time Zone and and that to pop up again because I think that era of Time Zone is is definitely over. Um, um, well, 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 in the Melbourne CBD anyway. Oh, in the CBD, yeah. I think I think in certain Which is areas, a shame because they used to be at the top. Yeah, I think in certain no. areas, like, um, yeah, I think for short-term enjoyment where you're taking maybe younger, under-18 kids, maybe 12, 13-year-olds, like, mm. time zones still might have a place. Yeah, yeah. Very small. For that, for that, year, yeah, for that yeah. age group. Uh, one other thing I forgot to mention um, is that, yeah, if you're into this old gaming retro stuff, See? Uh, a lot of there's a lot of websites out there that let you play emulated uh, games on, yeah. online yeah. just through the HTML, like yeah. any normal web yeah. URL. Yeah, well, so I, if you want to play like King of Fighters or something, you can actually go to a website mm-hmm. and play that game yeah. on, on the website, which is kind of cool. Well, I'm thinking about actually doing something as a project for rebelscoutradio.com in the gaming section, and that is um, I came across plans and whatever for... I've actually... You to guys the Death know Star. I've, like, I've, <laughs> like, I bought, like I bought the, I bought like the joysticks and the stuff and I connected it up to... My laptop to play some maybe um, emulator last year, but I never built the cabinet or did anything. Oh, that you're still trying to do that? Well, what I found some plans where you'd actually run your your MAME emulator off um, the latest version of a Raspberry Pi. So I'm actually thinking about Ooh. actually building that all up from scratch and like mm. doing it stage by stage as part of an ongoing series of articles on the website. So I think uh, be a, a good, f- good a, project. A friend of mine um, came back. From he lived in America for a little bit. Yep. He came back to Australia, and um, with him he bought an arcade machine, oh, and it right. had. It, it was mean? a custom made. You, he he built it himself. Oh, oh right. He he built it himself. I he see. found a good CRT monitor. Um, yeah, I'm not going to Built the cabinet. That That's a bitch and and he's heavy. heavy. His thing, his his controller thing had like the eight buttons, but four across. There was a trackball in the middle, so you could play those bowling yeah, I would games, play the golf, game the golf games, yeah, yeah. Um, and 
and yeah, you just go through your you just general MAME emulator mm. thing. You can set up all the dipsticks to every game mm. you want because of the emulation. I software. actually want to make two cabinets. One which is a general MAME cabinet, which will be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles type cabinet. Yeah. Which will so have the four like player, four player, but it have thousands of games. I yeah, think you play yeah. like Donkey Kong, ever. but one specialist machine, just with the last Starfighter game. <gasps> yeah. Whoa! Just and that's all that's on it. Hang on, where, is this game exist already? Yeah, you can download it no, and play it on your oh. PC. And stuff. Like it's been made by externally from the movies, but yeah, it's been made. Oh, okay, so, right, right, right. So, so there you go, go. arcade bars. That's where it's at. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we should open one. Yeah. Yeah, in, in Dunning, next to the club. Eh? Yeah, we'll open it right up, right next, next to Crystals, right yeah. next to yeah. Sydney Road, right next door to Hero Diner. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Hampton Park, Hampton yeah. Park, yeah. Arcade Bar Empire. Get attacked by the Apex Gang. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to take one last break, and then we're going to come back with a short review of the Elstree 1976 doco. Um, look at some uh, some uh, Star Wars characters that never got their due on screen. And then we'll quickly wind up with a quick chat about 90, 90 minutes, minutes in Heaven, which I forced these guys to watch this week. It, yeah. I, I, I lied to them and I said it was okay. Anyway. You lied. We'll be back in a minute. Gonna rock the town without being seen Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound Yeah, everybody let's move Vanilla is filled with a new jack move Gonna rock and roll the place With the power of the ninja turtle face Iceman, you know I'm not playing Devastate the show what the turtles are saying For the final part of Rebel Scum Radio, episode 13, we're going to start with a review of a documentary which we mentioned in last episode, um, Elstree 1976, which a documentary which looks at some of the um, extras and mask characters and the actors that were behind the masks and see how being involved in the Star Wars world has changed their lives. And then we'll look at, obviously, 90 Minutes to Heaven with Hayden Christensen. But... Uh, for those of you who haven't seen Elle's Tree, it's um, directed by a man called John Spearer, and it tracks down 10 bit part players um, from the original Star Wars films 40 years after their creation. Um, so we get to look at their life stories and stuff and what's been going on. Um, we get to look at a gentleman called John Chapman, who was an X Wing pilot um, as an extra, kind of behind the scenes, you know, when the Rebels go off to the 
to the Death Star and they're running around in their orange jumpsuits and obviously in the Death Star uh, plans where they're sitting there and uh, many Bothans died type things. Um, <laughs> we got Paul Blake who played Greedo. So um, we get to see him. And also um, Jeremy Bullock who was the original actor behind Boba Fett. Fett yep. So, um, hey, Boba. You guys watched and, this? And David Prowse too. Yeah, David Prowse. I am your father. If you get if you watch I am your father and L two nine seventy six together, I think they really complement one another. David Press isn't in this much. I think there's there's more emotional involvement with the characters in L's tree if you watch the full documentary yeah. of I am your father. Because I think that gives I'm your father gives more information about the background of the stories in L Street nineteen seventy six mm. in terms of what the conditions were like. So it's not set. just about David Prowse and no, yep. no, no. So, so, um, and it, yeah, but just that because the movie doesn't go into that much about uh, the conditions on set yeah. and George Lucas and all that kind of stuff. It just kind of tells their stories in terms of how it affected their lives. So, um, it's, it's I, 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 I guess it's a, a relatively sad film. Elsa Nine Seventy Six, a bit melancholy. Yeah, I feel sorry for David Prowse. The scenes with him. Yeah, I mean, especially having seen I'm Your Father first before yeah. this. And I was pretty sad for him in that. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, the way he's been treated is yeah. great. And, and he was so excited thinking that he, his voice was going to be in the movie and then they... Yeah. They gave I mean, the James Earl Jones over. I mean, I'd love to... Um, I'd love to get David Prowse on this show and just ask him, like, I'm your father. Yeah. Like, obviously they don't show the scene which they refilmed yeah. with him on the... <laughs> On the of the uh, ramp of the Imperial Imperial yeah. shuttle and takes his mask yeah. off and they redo that Iron Five, but you never get to see it. Yeah. What it was like seeing that and whether or not he was happy that that finally got done and he finally got to play that part he always wanted to do, you know? Because it's kind of I mean, like obviously these, but it, but it, but he never said I'm your father when they did the last no shit. Yeah. no no. I think it was uh, Obi Wan killed your father. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in that classic scene, Empire Strikes Back, where he's reaching out to Luke. And he says, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He killed you, yeah. So, like, on set to Mark Hamill, he said, uh, uh, Obi-Wan killed, yeah, you, killed your father, yeah. and that's how he got that reaction yeah. out of Mark Hamill. But then, obviously, in post-production, they, over, they overdubbed it with, I'm your father, and that's yeah. how they kept it a secret. Yeah. So, yeah, so he never even got to do it. But he did... <laughs> The emotion and physical acting that he w- he put into yeah. that thing would have been very similar to what this is. So it, he did an amazing part in terms of the physical part of the Darth Vader role, anyway. Yeah. And obviously James Earl Jones. When you hear David Prowse's voice acting, compared to yeah, like James Earl Jones puts a lot of the same um, the same uh, emotions and yeah. um, I guess sense of menace and stuff into the voice. It's just yeah. a different voice. So yeah, like I said before, it is a bit of a sad film. Um, don't they usually end on a bit of a high note? Well, there's no. Unfortunately, with these <laughs> guys that they kind of speak to, like no one really, no one had like a a breakout career. They were all kept on yeah. doing extras work. There's there's this particularly one guy that um, was Derek Lyons, who was um, he was in Judge Dredd. Was that, that the guy? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he was one of the you know when they're walking to the medal ceremony yeah. right at the end of Star Wars. He was just one of the pilot guys who were standing along yeah. the, the thing on the edge. So anyway, there was... When you look at his career, like when you go on the yeah. IMDb, look at, it's just listed with all these uncredited roles and it's just kind of like, oh, man, that's kind of like... 
you're constantly working, and but they're big films that you're yeah. on, like Indiana Jones and all this stuff, but it's constantly just uncredited stuff. I don't know whether it's a sense where you kind of get this feeling like, uh, yeah. and he's obviously an actor, he wanted to be an actor, yeah. but whether or not no one believed him enough to give he, him a he real didn't believe central himself. role, or he didn't believe in himself, yeah. and that's oh, I think and that's also, a lot of the scenes you get yeah, through yeah. that they don't believe in themselves enough, and, and they seem to be content, like, oh, I'm happy with my life. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, I mean, I mean, they have got a great link yeah. to Star Wars, which like they get to go off to Star Wars conventions and yeah. design yeah, yeah, and make yeah. lots of money, and they're connected they're not much and stuff. Money. Yeah, but I mean, like yeah. when you consider that, um, um, like especially, I think the the, the X Wing pilot, yeah, the X Wing pilot, like he's it was just, just an extra, and then he, he's, yeah, he's just sitting there and he's turning up and he's selling his signature on yeah. posters to make a complete set yeah. of everyone that's on set and stuff. Mm. So he. So like people are paying like ten or fifteen pounds for a signature. Um, were pretty, any of the little. people in this documentary? Were any of them inside um, the Red Emperor Guards by any chance? Not that I remember. No. No. Oh. No, no. no. They're all pretty much stormtroopers. Greedo, Boba Fett. Uh, oh, that okay. That, Rebel pilots. Yeah. Just kind of all these kind yeah, of yeah. monitors. Obviously, greed. Greed. Greedo. None of the real major characters. I think Boba Fett was a surprise that yeah. they were in there, actually, because mm. he's like kind of a major character. So. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think you need to watch this in conjunction with I'm Your Father because I don't think this film by itself explains what it was like life on set. It just yeah. goes through what these guys' experiences were pretty much after Star Wars, not actually whilst they were there. Yeah. So I think... The David Prowse documentary, I'm Your Father, fills in a lot of the gaps, which makes this one better. So it's kind of like a double pack. Mm. It's super cheap. Like You can get both of these for 11 12 bucks here in Australia at JB Hi-Fi. Cool. Um, even though I'm, I'll go to JB Hi-Fi rant after. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I gave this like a 7.5 out of 10 in terms of Star Wars documentaries. It's a different Star Wars documentary, much more personal one. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah it's... Tinged with a bit of sadness in terms of just the characters not really fulfilling potentials or or maybe feeling that they have reached their potential yeah. when maybe they haven't. But at the same time... And most of them thought it was going to be like a... They didn't think that it was going to be a blockbuster movie. Yeah. And then... Yeah, exactly. Like, I think yeah. a lot of them, they say, oh, when they're on set, like the Rebel Pilot yeah. stuff, they're on set, they this is like a in, small yeah. little indie film. They had no yeah. idea what it was going to be. Like George Lucas was like this quite nerdy guy. Just and one of them, just not speaking to anyone. One of them asked George Lucas to make them a coffee, and they didn't know. Who yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Didn't know. Who yeah, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, so yeah, it's a like. There's lots of Star Wars documentaries about about the films, but this is much more about the actors and the processes and. Life after how Star Wars affects people's lives. So mm. yeah, it's very and, different. And even there's very some nice stories in behind the scenes about how the stormtrooper, the guy who played the stormtrooper, hit it. Yeah, 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 yeah. How? Yeah, yeah. That he actually and he was waiting for somebody to shout cut. Yeah, but he just, but he just kept he going. going. Yeah. So they left it in the yeah. film. And he's like, oh, they left that in the film. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but other people have claimed that it was them. Yeah. But he's claiming ah. it was him. Yeah. So I think there's like. 10 people who claim yeah. to be the, the stormtrooper. He's, he's, like, selling, he's yeah, signing yeah. autographs at the moment that he's in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was me. Yeah, they, they have fights at conventions. But yeah, um, get this online, buy it on DVD. 
It'll be a great little addition to your Star Wars documentary collection. Now, speaking of Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, we have one of our favourite Star Wars <laughs> characters of all time. All time. All time. The wonderfully wooden Hayden like Christensen. I don't like sand. It gets in everywhere. It's quite... <laughs> Gets in my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Padme. 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 I love you. So it was 16 years ago that he wrote the, was it the Jones? Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so <laughs> I, I, IGN posted a video. <laughs> it was 16 years ago today that Hayden Christensen faked his death after falling off a giant <laughs> snail like creature on some grassy, grassy knoll. Grassy knoll. <laughs> and. <laughs> He was the guy on the grassy knoll. Yeah, he was. Hayden Christian was the guy on the grassy knoll. Like, when you watch it again, it is a shock to the system at how dangly he looks while he's riding a giant slug. What do you mean? How dangly? Well, it's kind of like the, 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 the wireframe in the software. Was like, oh, Quite man. a rough ride. Boy, oh, boy. You'd think he'd be a lot smoother being a Jedi. Yeah. But he was, he he was surfing at like, like, you know, summer of 69. Like he was yeah. like surfing a snail. <laughs> yeah. And that, that made it into episode yeah. two. Yeah, well, and, well, and then yeah. he faked his death. And like Padme was like, oh my God, he's oh, dead. Yeah, my God. And then they, he's doing this like forced laugh. It's like, ha, 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 ha. And then they kiss, embrace and make babies. Yeah, well. You know? Yeah. So he faked his death. Yeah. And that's how... It, that's how um, Luke and uh, Leia came about. Because he faked his death. Classic story. Yeah. It doesn't do, it doesn't do much movement in this movie. No. No. no there's a lot of no. lying. There's a lot of lying. A lot about, of mustaching. A lot of lying about it. A lot of, of shouting. Yeah. I hate right. you. <laughs> it's quite similar to that. It is. It is. I hate you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> This film, 90 Minutes in Heaven, gentlemen. Um, it's based follows, on a true story. It is. It's based yeah. on a true story of Don Piper, played by Hayden Christensen, who's a Texas pastor and a wife of... Um, husband. Husband? He's not wife a of wife. Husband. He's not a wife. He's a wife and a husband. <laughs> That's um, how they roll in uh, middle America. Um, yeah, so his wife is played by Kate Bosworth. they got a few kids. Anyway, so he's uh, the start of the story goes around. He wants to build a start a new church in town and do whatever. So he's going to all these these, these religious conferences. Cults. 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 He's going to religious cults. He's, he's going to Waco. He's, he's shot down he there. saw what happened in Waco. He goes, "I got to do this." Anyway, anyway, so the story goes like he's driving around the countryside, going to all these different religious churches and stuff, trying to get support. Anyway. Um, the true story is that he was driving around and uh, a prison, uh, a prisoner, I think, was driving Going a truck and crashes straight into him and um, and kills him for 90 minutes. He was pronounced dead. Or then on somebody the, comes something. along and prays for him. Yeah. Anyway, so 90 minutes, the the emergency medics are there and he and he comes back to life. He spent 90 minutes in heaven to recall the experience. Well. Well, I don't want you to spoil have to watch it. I don't want to spoil okay. it. Yeah. You haven't watched it? No. God. You asked one thing of a man. John, one thing. One thing. Like, I, like even, like, he listens to what I've got to say. Yeah. He, he runs, in, runs, I was, I was runs pulling, his own I was show. pulling my hair out just watching oh, it. Don't, yeah, don't do that. It's not worth <laughs> that. But anyway. The first half of the movie gave me a hernia. 
<laughs> oh dear. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so anyway, he spends a lot of time in bed recovering after the accident, <laughs> and, and there's a lot of like legal stuff going on about um, yeah. yeah, like getting insurance. Like insurance, getting money from the government. And he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He'd rather be dead. Yeah, he goes through this kind of, I want to just kill me now type stuff. And his wife and kids are like, no, don't you leave me. Don't you, don't you. And his wife's struggling with life outside, being by herself and trying to do all the financial and legal things that needs to be done. Anyway, the the high point of this uh, movie is like the horrible um, uh, rubber... Scarring and swelling on his face when he wakes up. It's kind of he like. He looks exactly like, uh, like Anakin had gone. Yeah, he looks <laughs> like he, he got. Yeah, he looked, yeah, he looked like Anakin. With, with the southern accent. Yeah. It's like they just like used some of the spare rubber work from Star Wars and like got some wood glue and stuck it on his face. <laughs> so his accent is like, I love you, Padme. Yeah, I love you, Padme. I love you, Padme. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One day you're going to be my Jedi wife. And, and the reward is... <laughs> heaven. Yeah. Heaven. The reward heaven. is... Heaven. heaven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we could do better. So I guess... I guess... Like, I actually... I actually gave this movie 5.5. Mainly because I was shocked... <laughs> that there are moments that Hayden Christensen kind of acted. Mm. Like, not, there were few and far between, but he did it. He can do it if he wants to. But, yeah, Jesus. It's How a, about we go for a drive and have, a, yeah. have some milkshakes and I guess, some burgers? And, like, there's just disturbing scenes in it. Like, you know when they put that bone extended yeah, machine uh, on his leg? Like, which is kind of, extend, yeah. like he was missing like four inches of bone from his leg from the accident. <laughs> So they kind of put these metal rod things through the bones on his leg and they slowly have to separate yeah. that apart and slowly screw it so like it's pulling his leg apart so and the bones grow and together. Keep, and it's like just this excruciating pain. Ah, ah. And you see this like all through the film he's got these like scars when he's yeah. in the hospital. They don't seem to heal. Yeah. They just, they're just like then all of a sudden he's fine. Like he's oh, okay. he's unhealable. Next like, minute. It's like they've got one set of scars that they glue on. And then <laughs> <laughs> they, they injected uh, genes into him. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So um, obviously, there's a happy ending, like the story, like he gets his life back and gets his church, and, and they even have a clip of the real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, okay, it's a nice story. Like if if you're a religious person, I don't, I, I, I don't want to watch a lot of Christian yeah. films, but to me, I think this must be one of the better ones. Yeah. Because I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine it's going to be much better acting with, with the degrade actors. <sighs> well, Kate Bosworth can be okay. She was yeah. in Blue Crush, one of yeah. my favourite films. Like, and obviously Hayden Christensen's fallen from grace somewhat. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I'm still going to give this, like, considering it's a Christian film, and I'm really not attached to Christianity in any way. It's got Katie Bosworth in it, so I'm giving it a five. And point five, I give it a three. Three. See, he was emotionally that's, that's affected. That's from the second half of the film. That yeah. is, the first He's, half is zero. See, it emotionally affected him. Yeah. He's into it. <laughs> like considering, I mean, like was his performance in this Hayden Christensen better than his Star Wars performance? Yeah, yeah, much better. There you go. Oh man, it's much better than what the trailer depicts. Yeah, because in the trailer it looks like his acting is worse than Star oh, Wars, but it's actually not. No, I'm going to walk away, and you just watch me walk. Anyway, 
So if you ever feel like watching a Christian film and you want to see some of Hadrian Christian's other work, I think this is about all his some other of, work is. Some of his best acting. Some of his best acting. Get your hands on 90 Minutes in Heaven. Don Piper. 26 years ago, I died. When I woke up, I was in heaven. But God had other plans for me. Every day of my life, I asked the same question. Oh Lord, why'd you let me see heaven and take it away? Through his plan, I discovered my purpose is to tell you. God still answers prayers. God still performs miracles. Heaven is real. I'm sure you can stream it on iTunes or something. I don't know where you can get it from, but I've got a copy, so it can't be hard. I actually bought that through legal means, so that's all right. Now, I'm going to finish this off with my rant. This will be a quick one, and it's a shocker. JB Hi-Fi standing in queue, actually buying the Elstree 1976 doco on DVD. Yeah. There's a young gentleman in front of me who's actually returning three Blu-rays. Oh. Um, there was... There was... Oh, which comic book film was it? Might have been... I think one of them was like an, one of the Avengers films it looked like or something. I couldn't Ed, see the others because that Age was... Age of Ultron. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Anyway, he was returning them. He had them on the counter and he just goes... And I was listening and he just goes, oh, I actually bought these. You shipped them to me twice. So he's got two sets of, of yeah. these films. So he, instead of selling them on eBay like my scumbag group, do the <laughs> Rebel scumbag. Yeah, 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 Rebel scumbag. <laughs> he was actually one of the nicest and honest guys <laughs> that you can imagine and brought the stock tour and said, oh, I'm, you guys sent these to me. Mistake, what should we do about these? The girl behind the counter was... Obviously shocked, never seen an honest, obviously never seen an honest person before. And um, she had to call the manager over. The manager's over just goes, oh, I've, and the guy actually brought in a copy of receipt. This is a receipt. And he just goes, oh, and he just turned around and just goes, oh, thank you for bringing that in. That's very honest and nice of you. And that's, the guy's just standing there just going, all right. And then, and he wandered off. And I'm just, I was standing behind him just going, this guy just returned $90 worth of your stock. Yeah. Um, out of his goodwill, he's driven from his house to here yeah. to bring you back the stock that you mistakenly sent him that he could have, by all rights, just sold on eBay for yeah. 40 bucks or something. Oh, what about a discount card? Yeah. I, I was sitting there and I was about to say something, and I wish I would have. I wish I would have said, you guys aren't going to give him at least, say, oh, go pick a DVD off the yeah. shelf or give him a $20 discount card or yeah. $30 discount card. They've they got gift cards. Just like just gift card. Card. And they just let him walk out. This is JB Hi-Fi home in Chernside Park. And I have never been disgusted at a level of customer service like this. Like I've had run-ins with JB Hi-Fi of recent, yeah. of recent times. Enough. But this, this baby, when I was walking out, I was so angry with myself for not saying anything. I felt like giving him 30 bucks myself. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, man, you just got stooged by a, a company that obviously doesn't value you as a customer. Yeah. If like, like you're buying stuff online from them, saving them money 
by buying stuff online, they don't have to stock so much in stores or hold so much stock on the shelf because they're shipping out of the central warehouse. And you just said, we don't need you. That's what they said. You mean nothing. You mean nothing to us. Your honesty, your loyalty (laughs) means nothing. nothing. (laughs) You know what? You know what probably would have happened though afterwards? It's like the manager probably walked back into one of those little white rooms they have at JB Holmes like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, now I'm going to have to do fucking two hours of paperwork uh, to get this yeah. shit sorted out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oi, Robbo. Oi, come and look at these DVDs. And goes, hey, Robbo, this is the third time this week you sent out double order. Yeah. <laughs> so so in, in some respects... You by not you participating in this interjection of, of, of calamitous affairs, you've on the one hand created a nightmare for someone, but yeah. not the other person. So oh. you could, you, if you could be like the Flash, travel back in time, yeah, and go. You know what? What would happen? Would I create an Earth two by interfering with this person's business? Go. Where's 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 the free card? Where's the discount card? You, you need to look after this gentleman. You know what I would have done in hindsight? Now, when he was walking off, I would have like grabbed the three DVDs off the counter and just gone, and he started walking off, just grabbed them out of the girl's hand and just say, these are yours, they shipped them to you. Yeah. Run. <laughs> like, work it out in the courts. Yeah, work it out in the courts. See you in court. Anyway, so to the bloody... Red-headed hipster manager in the Miller shirt who bloody refused to give this young... Miller shirt? He had a Miller shirt on. Oh. This gentleman with bloody... <laughs> this young, nerdy gentleman with unkempt, greasy, long hair. <laughs> a free DVD or Blu-ray. <laughs> I say to you... <laughs> hey, can I, can I share with you just... This is a super quick story. But I went to lunch last Friday um, at Last Piece. See? And um, I had to wait a fair while for my dinner. Did you give that? No, no you I did not. I was or... doing some stuff. Yeah. And um, so I ordered the lasagna. And this has happened to me before. No, call, sh- call, no shit. Call lasagna. Oh, not it another was, frozen lasagna. Was, well, it wasn't frozen. It was just cold, lukewarm cold. And and it's the most lukewarm. disturbing experience. How this eating. Oh, I know. And was it inside a time You time? always get shit food. Yeah. Like, it's not that it's... It, it's shit, but it's, it's shitly prepared. Yeah, it's it's like this um, curse that follows me around <laughs> this earthly plane that, that I walk I on. I still remember those nachos you got at bloody Village Green that were like looked like they were from 1986. <laughs> oh, don't remind me of those Jesus. nachos. Well, anyway, well, no, well, anyway. No, no, wedges, no wedges. And, yeah, they, they, they were shocking. Yeah. And but anyway, like like the the actual manager guy came over and he said. You know, I just said to him, "Look, look, mate, this is just cold. Just do something about it." They refresh the salad. Cold they, re- bloody. they, I think they just gave, I think they just gave me a brand new lasagna yeah. that was was properly hot. And then, and then he went and came over and said, "Look, you know, do, do you want a drink? Do you want a glass yeah. of wine or a beer? Or you know, I'll, I'll get you something." Yes, and I go, uh, look, two beers. Yeah, now, and also, are you going to pay for both these? Lasagna? Yeah, <laughs> and then, um, but I refused. <laughs> we'll give you two I, lasagnas. I, I didn't want to. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want beer or wine that day. I just wasn't in the mood for yeah. it. But 
he came over to me because he could see that I'd gone up to pay and stuff. And he came and he goes, look, look, we've got a lot of, you know, muffins and stuff. <laughs> muffins. And, and they had this <laughs> Nutella and banana muffin. He goes, yeah, oh, you can, I'll get you one of those. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds sweet. And then I, I got back to the I got back to the office and had the the Nutella and banana muffin. It was the most delicious muffin I've had in ages. So it kind of like turned out good in the end for me because at least the manager had the sense and you should have taken three. Try nah, it. no, no, a muffin comes in a good six seven dollars, a good one. But they're, they're not cheap muffins. Still doesn't give the point. Yeah. They, they gave you a fucked up meal yeah. the first time. Oh look! I think can't forgive that. Yeah, it's just that I, I think where the counter is, where the the chefs place all the food, they they just must have simply forgot it. Just sat there for too long, really. I, that's what I. What, like an Arctic <laughs> wind tunnel. <laughs> it's okay, under, okay, it's under, I think this lasagna is too hot. Can you just leave this outside? <laughs> but um, but you know, look, th- these days, like I'm I'm less inclined to go to places like you know. The Village Green, or what, what was that pub we went to with the frozen lasagna? What the Vale. The, the, the Vale. Oh. Frozen lasagna, home. Oh, the Jesus fro- home of the frozen lasagna. And then, the, and then after that, they put they they took my meal. They put in the microwave. They must have put it on for like five minutes because it came out, it and the center of the lasagna was hotter <laughs> than the sun. Yeah. It was. And, and and it burnt a hole. My eyes, my, the goggles, they do nothing. My eyes, even my eyes melted. It melted. It bent the fork. It bent the knife. Um, yeah, it was that hot because that shit was nuclear. Yeah, the, my meal went nuclear. Jesus Christ! This thermo nuclear. Thermo nuclear. So yeah, there you go. <sighs> shit times. Anyway. Next episode won't be shit times. We're having a mega episode for our season one finale. Mega episode. We're going to have some special guests on the show. Are you going to announce them? Have you announced them? We, we will announce it right now. It's yeah. been confirmed. <laughs> We've got Casper and Dennis coming in from Submission Radio. They've got one of the biggest uh, UFC MMA podcasts in yes, the world. In the world. So, But they love their movies and comic books and uh, pop culture as well. They're going to come so in. So we're, we're giving them a chance to for them to not talk about UFC. Yeah. One time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do like movie reviews and stuff on there, but they kind of like like to keep their podcast on point with MMA. But yeah. we're going to let them rip on pop culture for a couple of hours. going to be fun. going to be fun. And, and that's the the last one for season, season one. one. Then we'll yeah. take a month hiatus. Then we'll come back with, aye, some, aye, aye. with some interviews and a stuff. Hiatus. Yeah. Hiatus. Hiatus. So, yeah. So, be fun. Um, look forward to that. Season finale. Who thought we'd get to the end of season one? Well, we all did, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a fun year. So, it has. So far. We'll take a break. Season two starts. Yeah. And a lot of action we, we with Netflix I don't and have the DC. nerves anymore. I don't... Because I, I think the first couple of episodes, yeah. I, I was genuinely nervous doing it. Yeah. yeah. And now, now I feel like I'm, I'm just involved in the conversation. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I like talking. Yeah, so next... Yeah, okay. So season two, we'll have some interviews and stuff as well. So what's that? So lot, Game of Thrones lot. review... Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'll try my best to catch up on some shows and whatnot and such things. Yeah, Game of Thrones will be finished. We'll have some... What movies will be out around then? There was some big movie coming out. Jason Bourne. Ghostbusters. Bourne. Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Let's rip into that. Oh, there could be some rants going on there. Yeah. It'll be good. Anyway, so that's the end of this show. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Stay safe and um, say scummy. Stay scummy. Keep it scum. Keep Keep it locked.
on Riddle Hashtag Scum Radio. Keep it scum. Yeah. Scum it up. Scumbag. Scum. 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 Rebel scum. <laughs> there you go. But why can't I join your gang? Because you are a whip scientist and you could be a whip villain. It's the sorceress, you boob. They should call you Wimp Lash. Fight or I'll turn you into a suitcase. Just as I suspected. Hollow, you metal munching moron. Why do I surround myself with fools? Even the robots are smarter than you. You overgrown alley cat. Oh, you pathetic pair of pitiful pinheads. You tin-tongued dolt. I'm talking about my patients, not my body. Dolts? Halfwits? Bunglers? Brainless idiots. You couldn't even beat a motley group of gnomes. Get over here, you furry fool. Right, evil. You flea-bitten fur brain, because unlike you, Batros has a brain. I could write a book about what you don't know. Of course, you worthless hunk of fur. Books are the real treasures of the world, not mumbling, you meatheads. Rumbling, rumbling. Back up, muscle boy. I have you now, you muscle-bound oaf. You furry flea-bitten fool, I'll cover my throne with your hide. You overgrown fur coat, you let him get away! Skeletor to King Randor! Skeletor to King Randor! Come in, you royal boob! 